"'Twas the day after Christmas, and all through the home, Robert sat reading his comics alone, when a thought crossed his mind that filled him with woe. "'I've never released part two. I'd better hurry and go.' But the save it was gone when he opened his Mac. I can't be this dumb, he cried, giving his computer a smack. Checking all of his thumb drives, he said, I know what to do. I'll quickly re-edit and release part two. He did so in quickly, which brought him great cheer. Now to relax and record the first episodes of next year. Into the now and the then at the same time because you know, a timing of the Wyoming episode, you never said your favorite tenant moment or episode. Well, we're still in tenant, so that it could still be coming. It could be in both. Actually, we came up with it and I forgot it again. Awesome. <laughs> Good talk. So, <laughs> we, we did. We really did. We came up to it and then I forgot it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. oh, man. If you yeah. think about it, let us know. So, starting the now, we're going back to tenant, but. Uh, when Donna became his companion. Okay. So the episode where he where he runs into Donna again oh my gosh. has the best alien ever. The adipose, which is a literal, it's a human word for fat. Yeah, it's the scientific word for uh, fat. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they're fat babies. Those. They're fat babies. I know. It's really weird. They're ah, adorable. I know. Really I want are. one. Oh, they have stuffed ones. I know. Yeah, I saw them at a uh, books a million. Uh, see, I want one filled with the stuff that Stretch Armstrong's arms were made of. Because they're squishy. It sounds like you just want something filled with like liposuction fat. I, if it looks like an adipose, I'd be okay with <laughs> if it. it has to be, that's fine. <laughs> um, you know, the only problem with that is when, when, the, when the people that became completely flat, fatted out, yeah. or adiposed out, whatever. <laughs> sure. Not all of human beings is fat, so what was left? Uh, well, they, they explained that by saying... That the doctor forced the person's hand, and so she just cranked them all to a million because she had to make a certain number of babies yeah. for the parent adipose. So that means there's bone and blood in them as well? Because, I mean, they do go completely flat, o- right? Only for the people that uh, got turned completely to adipose. Their clothes is all of this. The, the, ones, the ones before that were just fat. I feel like we're focusing way too hard on this. It's because... They're fat babies. Yeah. They're so fucking stupid. They're so cute. <laughs> they are adorable. That's the way she comes back, huh? I don't remember that. Yep. Yeah, oh and my gosh. the first gosh. time you see her, is that the one with the uh, Santa Claus mannequin things that are trying to kill everybody? Or is that their yeah, Christmas Yeah, version? they yeah. do show up in their in, in okay. runaway bride deal. Yep. Yeah. Okay, good. Because um, they're after her. Those are the, the scavenger... Not the scavenger fish. The bottom feeders, they call them. Uh, they're yeah. after anything. They're after her, and she has all that... I forget the name of it, but all that TARDIS energy in her. Sure. It starts with a T. TARDIS energy. No. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Start with a T. But I think Rose's mom comes back in that episode and meets uh, meets her her father. Donna's father? Donna's father, yeah. Ah, oh, God. I'm going to say it one more time. I love Donna's father. <laughs> adorable old man. I mean, yeah, technically, he killed the doctor once. But adorable old man. Just wants to look at the stars and stuff. Has so much hope for his daughter, even though she's technically a loser. He's probably my favorite character throughout uh, Donna's run. Oh, yeah. I like him way more than I like Donna. I like Donna. I have an interesting bit of trivia. Sure. 
Yeah. Okay. The original actor that was going to play the uh, Donna's dad. Uh, Donna's father. No, that's not Donna's father. That's Donna's grandfather. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, is it? Yes. Our size are dad. Yes. Okay. So grandfather. This is grandfather. Okay. He's pretty old, actually. Yeah. Oh. Well, still seems young to be her her grandfather. Well, see, his dad, her dad, showed up in in uh, Runaway Bride, but apparently he died before she came back. Okay. The episode, but the original, the original one that was going to play her grandfather, he died. The actor oh. died before the the uh, episode could be released, so they had to reshoot it, and they decided to choose um, the the new stand boy from the Titanic episode, and not boy. He's old man. So he's not a boy. <laughs> is that really him? Yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah, that's the first time you see him is in the Titanic. A man episode. died, and I'm like, that's great. <laughs> I mean, it's sad technically. I so didn't there realize was a whole... that it was the same two, same person. Yes, and the, and the news guy from the Titanic episode. That's which another and they Christmas mentioned episode. It. Yes, it is. Yes. Not a very good one. Yes, which oh really? Yeah. Which they made they made that little tenant and and five uh, episode. They made it part of that because right after right after the little mini episode that started because he didn't put the shields up. And that's how it. That's how the timey wimey stuff that happened at five and tenant were in the same room. Or oh, okay. same terrorists. Um, he didn't put the shields up again, and the Titanic runs into the sh- Okay, the okay. <laughs> Alrighty. And you're like a well of information right now. Holy crap. <laughs> you remember I'm, details I'm, that I have long since forgotten. I am very, I am very good at, at being a sci-fi fanatic. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you were a big Star Trek guy, weren't you, back in the day? Yep. Okay. Well, an episode that really stands out in my mind during Donna's run um, is when they visited Pompeii. And mm. the reason that it stands out in my mind is, is Capaldi's in it? It's because that's when Capaldi shows up. I knew that one, actually. N- that comes into play later, but uh, during that episode, he's like, no, this is a fixed time. Everybody here has to die. Let's get out of here, because I don't want to be so- one of those people. And she's turns like, out he's one of those people. And, and she, she goes, no, you are going to save somebody, or yeah. I am going to force you to stay, and I'm going to die with you. So who are you saving? Because these people have been nice. And he goes, you're right. I, I can change things without changing them majorly. This event happens. I can't stop that. But I can at least save a family. Not only can he not stop it, he caused it. Right. To get rid of the aliens, he had to cause. Oh, yeah. He had to yeah. cause the explosion. And they didn't have a word for, for Volcano. And so anytime he says it, they're like, what are you saying? That's catchy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, and I'm surprised you don't know this, Karen Gillian shows up in that episode. Does she really? Yeah, I she didn't does. know that. She's the, she's the young priestess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, near the end of Donna's run is where we get all of the spinoffs coming into one show. Yeah. Uh, and that is when Dr. Donna happened. Right. Uh, the, the Stolen Earth. Stolen Earth. That's uh, his actual finale, right? Or no, that's his pre-finale? No. That's when his hand regenerates, right? That's, yeah, he regenerates with his hand, and he doesn't oh, actually regenerate. Some sentences you don't think you have to uh, say. Ba- basically, he gets shot when he sees, he gets so excited that he stops paying attention because he sees Rose, and he mm. gets shot by a Dalek. Right. And he's about to regenerate, and Rose is like, I've come across an entire dimension to find you again, just to lose you the second I see you. And he goes, yeah, I'm not changing, and regenerates into his hand and goes, I'm good again, guys. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> getting shot by a Dalek because you weren't paying attention is not as embarrassing as putting your TARDIS in the middle of a gang war and getting shot in an alleyway in New York. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, But I will tell you this, being the more, be, being the 
crappy romance guy that I am, I really, really teared up at that moment. It was kind of sweet, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. my God. Seeing Rose back finally. Cause... And I knew it was coming because she'd do the, those cameos. Well, yeah. throughout the entire, uh, throughout all of Donna's run, she would show up in the background, like on yeah. TVs, and be like, doctor, doctor. Or or you, she couldn't actually say anything, but she'd be mouthing yeah. doctor or bad wolf. Right. Through, with, Honestly, when you said doctor, doctor, I just want to say, give me the news. I've got a bad got case a of love. loving you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I hope that they do an My episode where he sings that, or somebody sings that right? to him. If, it, if Missy could sing that to him, that would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. But um, there's only two shows where that would be okay. It's Doctor Who and House. Yeah. And House doesn't have an opportunity anymore, so. Right. Oh, yeah. Um. So, at the end of that episode, uh, it, it gets kind of dark because there, there's, like, this prophecy where the Doctor will see his true self. Mm. And Was that where the three knocks comes in, too? Does it come no. in that earlier or is that Four later? Four knocks. I'm sorry. No. That Four comes knocks. In, uh, Four beats, two hearts. It's all together. You, you should know this. I'm <laughs> sorry. And now that Kelly's done interrupting. Uh, He's correcting. That counts. But that was very... I'm sorry. No, that came in later. Uh-huh. I've heard. Um, <laughs> no, what what that was about was because he got that from a different oracle. Uh-huh. Uh, that was him seeing that the people he's traveled with are willing to kill. Okay. Because at that point, Mickey, Sarah Jane, and uh, and Jack. What? Jack. Well. Yeah, Jack, uh, they have, like, a star that'll blow up and set, like, a star condensed into a crystal, uh-huh. and it'll blow up, consuming all of the Daleks, okay. and then Rose with him, ready to kill, and so he sees everybody except for Donna, who's trapped, Donna, who's trapped with him, is willing to kill, and then Donna get absorbed some time energy and becomes Dr. Donna and then the hand which is fun to say and then the hand itself regenerates into a human mm. doctor yeah and they're like we, we're the three greatest minds that has ever been <laughs> let's do this <laughs> which Jack Hartness had the greatest uh, reaction to this he's like three doctors you have no idea what I or no he says I can't even say what I'm thinking right now oh god <laughs> 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 and just think, that man killed his own grandson. Well. <laughs> yeah. That is fucked up. Well, Why are you now, jealous now that? that I know that, now that I know that, I, you know. It, it ruins it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're an asshole, Robert. Oh, it ruined it for me. <laughs> I loved that character. Um, it, that would have to be a shock for the Doctor, because you think when uh, Eccleston, you know, the Ninth Doctor, met Rose, this innocent youth just kind of taking a chance and going to see the stars, turned into a possible killing machine. It's well, not only that, a genocide. They were ready to commit genocide for the Doctor. It wasn't just for Earth, because Earth would have been destroyed too. Mm. It was for the Doctor that they were willing to do. The Doctor's committed genocide before. He doesn't like doing it, but if it's the only way, he'll do it. And so he sees the way that he has changed these people, because Mickey was a giant pussy. (laughs) Yes. And he he became a badass. You don't have to say that. We've said that he's been eaten by a trash can several times on this episode. <laughs> it's implied. You know, Ro- Rose wasn't innocent. Martha was uh, wanting to be a doctor, wanting to save lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was going to destroy and, the whole Earth. And that was she, her thing. And, oh, yeah. yeah she, she was uh, going to destroy Earth using Ames technology. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and so it was like this. And she sucked up, till the, up until the end, didn't she? <laughs> 
Uh, and, and so it was him seeing my greatest, the greatest thing that I've created is my greatest downfall because I've made these people willing to fight for an idea, and that idea is me. Yeah, he accidentally made a, mil- a military. Yes, uh, which was a way he was one friendship, and, and he, he constantly, you know, was against himself being viewed as a, any kind of a warrior, right? Uh, because whole... because of the time war. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's why he always called himself the doctor. He looked himself as like a healer, you know? Right. So, after that episode, which the three doctors uh, did it, made everything okay again, because you do. If one, I mean, one doctor would have done it if the other two weren't there, because that's how show writing goes. Right. Either that or the doctor would have killed his grandson, apparently. I don't know. No, that's only Jack. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they actually had a really sad moment with Donna, because she could not handle... The energy oh, yeah. in her, and it was going to kill her unless he took it from her. And in order to take it from her, he had to take all of her memories of him, everything yeah. that mm. she had done. And he just brings her to her, I thought father, but apparently grandfather, and is like, you can never say my name around her again. She cannot know about me. Yeah. Or else it'll all come back and it will kill her. Right. And when... Yeah. when, Which, when oh, no, go ahead. Well, he he didn't he didn't really take away anything. It was just the knowledge in her. She he had to block it, so she right. still has right. it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that in the future, I don't think it'll ever happen. You don't think so? Well, no, no because have, I don't think so because the actress is not is is not in a good place. It's weird that you know that. Well, I've seen interviews with her. She's either gotten on drugs or went through some very radical surgeries. Really? Because she was she had like her own TV show on BBC for a while that was a sketch comedy show that David Tennant was on several times. Oh, well, she was I, a comedian, I'm, then you know she's just, fucked up. Just going They're from never looks. Well. Just going from looks. Which, like, let's not judge people on their looks. No, 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 not looks. Unless we it's Rose, we did that no, earlier. I don't, mean like, <laughs> I don't mean like pretty or ugly. I mean she just doesn't look like Donna. Like, a completely different person. Let's say if she's, like, skeletal, then, yeah, that's a fair statement. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't looked into her at all. But, um, say, God, I'm having trouble remembering how it goes, because, you know, her grandfather uh, is Tennant's downfall. Right. Is she not around? No. Is no. it just the grandfather? It's just the grandfather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah. basically what happens is, after this episode, there are a couple of movies that happen, and that's where you get the, the four knocks. Four knocks. Four, um, right, Kelly? Yeah, because it's... I'm going to get yelled at again. Yeah, do, do. I got it now. Which is also the <laughs> same beat that is heard in the theme song. Right. Yeah. And it's the Doctor's beat. That is literally the beat of the time force that uh, the Master looked into, which is why he constantly taps those four... Mm. I don't know why I'm tapping it on my head. I don't either. <laughs> Makes you look bad shit insane, actually. It's a heartbeat of a, of a time lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the two hearts. Mm-hmm. You just squeezed your own titties. Yeah. I, I didn't. I squeezed in front. <laughs> it looked like he's like, yeah, do 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 do. It looked like you're trying to milk yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's uh, just so integral to the series. That's why I kind of see. This is you. this is why oh, yeah, I, no. this is why I feel like on occasion we need to just record, like video record some of these episodes <laughs> so people can see you squeeze your titties. Because <laughs> I, well, I don't think I was further out. It was I, I was out in front of me just. You're, you're exaggerating right if now. I, if I would have done it outside, it would have looked like I was squeezing somebody else's titties. That's fine. But... <laughs> so at first he's like tapping his, his temples, like, well, I don't know why I'm doing yeah, that. Yeah, it, it makes it look crazy. It makes sexual, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's the beat. It's the... Um, and 
so he gets that, and he decides to go on all these adventures. Like, I'm not going to die as long as I avoid, you know, yeah. th- that the this knocking. Right. The Ood show up and start. The Ood show up <sighs> and start uh, prophesizing. Prophesizing. Yeah, it's it's a whole bunch of weirdness. That's the best thing about an Ood. If you don't like what they're saying, you just unplug that little thingy attached to their face. And then the master comes back. Not after the ring was broken, then they tell him. Ah, shit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> the, the master comes back and is really weird how he comes back in that episode. I, I actually don't remember. Does he turn into a snake? Uh, <sighs> there is a snake. Well, if, if you recall, he was completely destroyed. Huh? And then he comes back as a skeleton and then reforms himself. Oh, yeah. I don't get that. Somehow he his energy was transferred to a ring. And this, okay. gra- this crazy nurse, it, nurse well, Cratchit lady. It's, Cratchit. It's the, they explain it as the same way that Tennant put his essence into the watch. Kind of convenient. There was a serpent on the ring, by the way. Oh, was there? Yes. Oh, okay. So maybe the snake thing. Like, we were really harsh on it. I, I just, no, I still don't like Never mind. We're, we weren't harsh enough on it. I think Robert <laughs> was being a softie about it. I know that much. I mean, that's like Stargate stuff. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, there's this whole big battle with the Master, and it come, the Master's like, I'm just trying to bring our people back. At this point, you're the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's more philosophy that goes on, and the Doctor goes, no, these people can't come back. They cannot come to Earth because they'll take over. So, yeah, a couple of Time Lords come through, and he goes, yeah, I'm sending you back, like, yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, you find out that that they're not the same. You know, I kept thinking, like, what's so wrong about the Time Lords, you know? Well, they've been warped by war at that point. Yeah, they've really become. And James Bond, James Bond, that's James Bond, uh, what's his name, something, Daltrey? I don't know. You just keep saying Daltrey's a really bad band. He, he plays the he plays the uh, the president. The guy that played James Bond yeah. plays the president. Yeah, Daltrey. Okay. Richard Richard Daltrey. I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything yes. about no, James Bond. No, I'm asking myself. Yes, and then Richard <laughs> Daltrey. Anyway, was it Sean Connery? No, no, okay, no I, I don't know after then. Sean Connery. But anyway, he shows up and 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 he's he's willing to to bring Gallifrey to Earth. In other words, knock Earth out. Yeah, it's kind of like what you see in every Transformer storyline, where they're going to terraform Earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, but be- done well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and, yeah. the, and the Doctor goes, even though I'm of you, this is my home now. Right. Also, that reminds me, we should do a Transformers he episode. Really say we can slam Michael Bay for like a half an hour. He I'm does- pretty sure that we've already done that. <laughs> yeah, does- you can't go another. I, I totally could. Thank you. And the woman, the the woman. The one that's that's giving the grand. Unless Paul you start clues. giving names, I'm taking your. Uh, no, that's her name. Value. That's her name. That's her character's name. Is the, the woman? woman? She's crazy. Yeah, she, she, she was one of the oh, time it, lords that had her face it's covered. His mother. She, is it? Is yes. They okay. confirmed that. It, they did. Yeah, and actually, in classic Who, uh, that is that's brought up. That's a punishment. She's actually being punished because of him. Mm, I thought they were the ones that, that voted against them coming to Earth. Because of him. She is protecting him, okay. and because of it, she So wait, gets the doctor's punched. mother shows up there? And becomes, like, like Holy the people... shit, I didn't notice that was her. Yeah, the, the, the women, the woman... There was two. There, there's two people, and they're covering their faces, and it's said that they're the ones that become the stone angels. Really? It's the, the weeping angels? Yes. That is, that, is, that is the theory, is that those people, the people that are punished by the Time Lords and, and have to cover their faces like that... They become the stone angels. Kelly's not going to look that happy when his firstborn child <laughs> arrives. <laughs> he was so wide-eyed. What is this? You're right. We do need a camera. Where did you get that? Where did you get that? Uh, 
I I saw something about an old Doctor Who episode, and they go into it like in detail. And then when it came to the pose that all of the angels do, it's that same exact pose of them in the punishment. Sounds like a fan theory, but it is a damn good one. That is cool. I like that. Yeah. So, that final movie with Tenet, after the four knocks, uh, basically what happens is either he gets poisoned or the older guy is going to get poisoned. Yeah, he's locked in a chamber filling with uh, radiation. Right. And the only way to get him is uh, somebody else is in the other booth. Like, one door has to be locked. Right. Right. And so, he at that point chooses to take it on himself because he's not going to let well it. you hear the grandfather knock yeah do, four do, times do, do. yeah and it's, it's kind of and he does it four times yeah it's so heartbreaking because the whole time he's he's like okay this is it I'm gonna die and at the end he's like oh no I made it I survived I changed my destiny yeah, am I well, the only one that thought Tino was kind of a dick in that moment? No. He bitches the whole time, like, I knew it would be you and stuff. He's, it kind of upset me a little bit. That's why when uh, you said choice, I'm like, no, he really didn't. He's yeah, like, I'm going to tell you. He's like, of course. It's an obligation. Like, of it course. had to be you. You're the only one that actually No, it had to be me. Of course I'm going to do this because you're you're. No, at die. one point, he said it had to be you. Yeah, it, that that was his exact words. It had to be you. Of course, you're the one that does this. And that seems kind of dickish to well, me. Well, it's because he didn't want to go. I know. And, and uh, he said that several times. No, well, I don't really, want to go. That's his final words. Like yeah. he he takes on the radiation. He knows that he has to regenerate, and he gets in the TARDIS and he starts just crying. And he looks up and goes, "I don't, I don't want to go." And, and then. Gold explodes. Yeah. (laughs) Gold explodes. In the earlier parts of the episode, or the movie, he's... I I thought there were episodes. It's just two-parter. Yeah. Watching it not aired. Like, watching it post-airing. They're they're like movie-sodes. But he tells tells him... Oh, what's his name? Why do you keep doing that? Just keep going. Oh, what's his name? (laughs) Donald's grandfather. But anyway, Donald's grandfather, he tells him... He's like, what's it with you? Like you, he set out to find him, and he found him. Yeah, pe- people have, like I, people have spent their entire lives trying to find me. Why do you always find me? Yeah, Why is who it are you? you? He says he's the greatest. He's a cuddly old man. Who are you? Yeah. The doctor's one weakness: the cuddly old man. And yeah. you, and you see that repeated, you know, in in the uh, series. Yeah, throughout that entire episode, he he constantly comes back to him and goes, "Why you?" Yeah. Am I the only one that when David Tennant was regenerating, I was like, yeah, that's sad for him, but that old man needs a hug. <laughs> Is that just me? Well, he went back to, he, that's he, the last time that you see Donna. He, he goes back to his telescope and she comes out and gives him a hug and puts a blanket on him. Yeah. Oh, uh, but so when he's, so he does oh gosh, when he's, yeah. when he's in there, he's like, I'm sorry, just leave me in here. Oh yeah. my gosh. I know. And Tennant's he's... like, no. Yeah, I know, but he's <laughs> no. not happy about it. Yeah. And I know, like, why would you be? Yeah. <laughs> but would you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it had to be you. Like, he seemed dickish to me, and I don't like I that. I would be dickish in that moment. Oh. Okay, I never thought and, of it that way. And, and see, Tenet, oh my gosh. <laughs> but to be fair, you're dickish in most moments. Tenet's ten, so, <laughs> so wonderful at this, man. These these moments where it's just, oh, you can feel the drama. Like, have you seen The Waters of Mars? We've seen yes. all the episodes. Of course you have. <laughs> until until, <laughs> until recently. I I've, I saw a half a couple of the episode. We'll get. There. I, I feel like me and my name's Robert. <laughs> Holy fuck! 
Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> so okay, you stop trying to say names. Just keep talking. Okay, okay. You are better me, names apparently. Me, me and Robert, you know, could say that. You can't. But yeah, yeah in, in the waters of Mars, trying to help Monty insults me. He tries to change one of those one of those times where he says he's the one who time. says it. Yeah. It's a fixed time, and 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 it and it doesn't happen. The lady commits suicide, and and he's like, oh my gosh, I've gone too far. Yeah, and and so for the character, it was his time. He 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 had gone well, too far. The end, wasn't it? He yeah. had showed himself. Yeah, that was the little in between episodes. Yeah. He he had showed himself that he he kind of and I don't hate to say it this way but he he overstayed his welcome, in, in as uh, which in after you know regenerating into a hand and stuff he kind of had yeah I mean I was ready for him to go he was on borrowed time yeah yeah so nothing against the doc that doctor but he, no, he's he my then favorite. regenerates and then a little while later regenerates again we're not skipping uh, Matt Smith uh, I'm sorry you're the only one that hates him okay. So let's go into Matt Smith then. Oh please! Oh yeah! My favorite doctor. It's time for Dandy's favorite doctor. My second favorite doctor. Good man, I'll take it. You're one off though. Should be number one. Um, no, I can't argue with anybody. It tend to be in their favorite. I just I like Matt Smith more. Uh, a lot of it, I like. I love his companions, but I love his quips and his giant speeches. He does these great, grandiose speeches that I, Robert I, loves. I do have to admit that he had some great companions. I'm done. <laughs> One of my favorite speeches of Matt Smith is where he's like, he's like, if you're if you're going to talk about genocide, then you're then you've picked the wrong fellow. He's like, you've made an enemy of me, and you're basically talking about a soccer match, aren't you? <laughs> he does have a lot of. <laughs> those, those are some great episodes where he goes just like England and like he plays soccer. And shit. Yeah, uh, with and, a guy who now does uh, Corbin. His last name's Corbin. Uh, he has his own late night show. Yeah, yeah. He's oh, really? one of those uh, car, uh, car karaoke. Yeah, car I would. Karaoke. Show, I would watch that. It's well, it's on TV. I, I really like it. <laughs> I don't watch TV. Yeah, I don't have cable. You can man. find all of them on YouTube. I'm gonna the carpool karaoke's you can. Uh, what's the one with uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And Stevie Wonder, but th- those those are the my favorite episodes uh, of his. Oh, they're great! Wait, you I love them? You have episodes you like? Wait, wait, uh, only those. Okay, only okay. you those. can't say you hated every other episode. Wait, wait, only those specific. What do you mean? Only the ones where he has that flatmate. There's two episodes. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> well, what about when he comes back? That and when he's talking to his baby. That's oh. the same episode. That's the goes, second no, one. No, yeah, when he comes yeah, back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it? Thundergeddon or something like Th- that? Yeah, uh, Thundergon or something. Uh, no, Thundergeddon. Dark- yeah. Stormageddon. Stormageddon. What? I speak baby. Uh, <laughs> this one, when you gave me the password, that's one of the first episodes I watched. Of it's, course. It's absolutely one of my favorites. <laughs> okay, so we're, we keep saying we're going to get to it. I'm getting into it now because I gave Danny. You're not the only person on this podcast. We're never getting to it. Kelly, what's your favorite Matt Smith episode? I gave Danny oh, my ahead, Amazon Robert. password. I said, it instead of damn it. I gave him my Amazon password so that he can catch up on the Capaldi episodes. Danny, how did you spend the month that you've had my password? Watching my favorite Mass Myth episodes again. How many episodes of Capaldi did you watch? Half of one. <laughs> it was pretty good. There's a dinosaur. It throws up a TARDIS. <laughs> he takes a nap. It's exhilarating. That's why I'm upset with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. so you do know about the clockwork. That he only watched the first half of that oh, episode. Never mind. <laughs> How you doing? The hunger. Oh. So, continue, Kelly. You were saying something. No, ask him what his favorite Matt Smith episode Oh, my favorite Matt Smith episode. Oh, my gosh. There's so many of them. But, uh, no, there's not. No. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Watch I'm sorry. It? No, it's not okay. <laughs> but um, 
my one of my one of my f- absolute favorite Matt Smith episodes would have to be. I just forgot it again, guys. All right, Danny, what, what is yours? Uh, I have several. Uh, the one where you find out River Song's dread entity. A good man goes to war. Beautiful episode. I love it. That's the one where you f- see the uh, crib. Demons Run, right? Demons Run. What yeah, de- the battle oh, of Demons Run. Yeah, Demons yeah. Run. No, that's the name of the episode. Demons He's... Run when a good man goes to war. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay, I remembered it. Clara's, uh, when Clara comes back, uh, the the snowman episode. I, I just love that episode. Okay. Robert, I like your opinion better. <laughs> no, no, that's no. what? What? Yes. When Clara comes back. <laughs> what? Yeah. <coughs> okay. Anyways, the, uh, the reason I like the re- the reason I like it is because you have Drax, you have you have the lizard lady and her maid lesbian wife. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I guess they're both lesbians. But anyway, yes, that's how that works. Well, no, one of them could be by. We're both. You're being close-minded, Robert. I, am well, wait, wait, I immediately corrected myself. <laughs> Can it be lesbian because one's a lizard? Still I don't female. Know. Still female. Is it? Well, I'm going with like yes. homosexual. Uh huh. It has the it has the term homo. I feel like we're getting oh, like homo sapien. Yeah, that is deep, actually. I mean, pointless. Still lesbian, right? So yes. Okay, but not homo- <laughs> is it bestiality though? Also, that's the yes. real question. Is it homosexuality? Technically, dinosaur. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. That's what, that's what the one show Dinosaurs is missing. Now, see, you're distracting me from Matt Smith. Every other time we've derailed, you're like, no, you're cutting me off. You're distracting the show. And during Matt Smith's time, you're like, no, let it happen. <laughs> Anyways. Matt Smith had some of the best writing, I think. Oh, I, I, yes. Absolutely. Oh, they did. Yeah. Their arcs, their arcs, where you might not like where they went, but, man, they, they really strive to, to produce something great there. Yeah, something really uh, widespread. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one of my favorites is uh, the Pandorica Opens. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Hear me, Robert. Listen. No, my turn. Shut up. Stop opening your mouth. Don't even breathe. Don't breathe. Don't blink. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, Kelly just got it. I did. I was just trying to swallow that freaking beer. Sp- you're always in peril of spit-taking. That's, yeah. that's what makes me nervous. With Robert being directly across from me, you should be thankful. I'm more worried about the microphone. I'll sacrifice oh, the microphone for him to spit beer in your face. I can just see that be spitting and one of you jumping in front of it. <laughs> no! I'm not diving in front of shit. I'm letting it happen. It's not worth it. But uh, when all the spaceships arrive, all the Dalek ships, Cybermen and everything, and he just stands up and he's like, think about it. You faced me several times. You you've taken you've tried to take this planet several times. You've done this. You've done that. And what's the one constant? What's the one thing that always stops you? Me. And I'm standing right here. Come and get me. And they all tuck tail and run. Rory disappeared. I stopped watching that season. I came back the next season, and I forced myself to watch the rest of Matt Smith's run. I said a sentence that didn't end in the form of a question that Robert answered. Go, <laughs> Robert. It okay, had look. to do with what you just said. Yeah. It had to do with you dissing Matt Smith again for no reason. I, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to uh, I don't know the audience. We have one of those. I have a personal story on that in my development into a, a Doctor Who fan. Uh-huh. You told me that trying to get me into the series long before I ever watched it. Yeah. You told me about the Pandorica opened. Mm-hmm. That's one of my, was, but when I watched it, that was my favorite episode. You I'd neglected to, to tell me that that was, also, that was just a trick by all the enemies. So it seems less badass now. Yeah, I thought he really but... <laughs> talked down all these enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt Smith never really pulls off a plan... One hundred percent. There's always a always a wrench in the gears with him. Mm. Did you notice that, or did you miss those episodes too? No, I I agree that he he always has like this grand plan, and 
Some of them he pulls off, most of them he doesn't. Right. It's the people around him that make his plans work. Yeah, if they do it all, yeah. If they do it all. It's, he's, he's the most flawed doctor. Yes. <clears throat> but yeah. I, but <laughs> if you think about it, think about it. Uh, his, he regenerates in a Christmas special, which makes him very poignant on this episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one of his last lines, like all the Dalek ship shows up, and he is a very withered old man. He's been there for centuries, guarding, yeah. the, uh, guarding the town of Christmas. Yeah, Trinzalore. Trinzalore. Yeah, in the town Planet, of Christmas. Planet of Trinzalore. Yeah. Right. But uh, one of the last things, like, a guy comes up, is like, they're all out there. You gotta do this. And Clara had just come back at that point and, uh, you know, yeah, to see him all withered. And he's just happy to see a familiar face. And she's like, what's the plan? Or the guy that comes in, he's like, what's the plan? And he's like, oh, don't worry, I've got this. And he kind of brushes his nose and the kid smiles and runs off. And he looks at Clara and he's like, I don't actually have a plan. I'm just going to talk loudly until something happens and then I'm going to take credit for it. <laughs> that sums up his, that sums up Massimus' run completely. The, this and is I my, love it. It's random. It's chaos. This is my one problem with Matt Smith. Okay. Okay, and all his, I, I did mention that they were far-reaching in their writing and I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. But why the hell was it always the same thing? The silence was going to fall. How many times did the <laughs> silence fall? Yeah, yeah. I understand you know? that, yeah. It's... Now, loved River Song. Oh, well, she is fan. I don't think anybody can say anything bad about River Song, right? Uh, her, her first episode... The was... one with the big head? Hair. It's actually a joke. She's... Yeah. Drax, come on. Um, I got it. All right. I, I didn't. Uh, sorry. Drax says that when he sees her because he doesn't realize that... It, <laughs> the potato man. He doesn't I, I know who Drax women is. Or, yeah. Okay. Watch more Matt Smith. No. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> um, but, loved her, loved Rory, loved... Uh, all of Matt Smith's companions, I absolutely loved. If you don't mind, can I please explain why I don't like Matt Smith? Not him. Hand me a beer first. But, this is going to be painful. But the way and by the, painful, I mean annoying. But the way the character was written. You've been so okay. much happier on the show lately. No, that's that's a good... That's a good uh, you have podcasted with Robert Solo before. It never ends well. Okay. So here's here's why I don't like Matt Smith. He is the antithesis. His doctor is the antithesis to Nine. Whereas Nine seemed cold, but in the end, you could tell that he loved everyone. I, many times on this podcast, I have said that Matt Smith comes off as a caricature of the doctor. Of the doctor, and the reason is, is because he is he tries to be funny and goofy and lighthearted, but he's also the one that, at the drop of a hat, will easily go to genocide. Not easily, yeah, it's never easy. But he he's he's the one that is the of the doctors in New Who. He's the most willing to do so. He has the genocide button. Boom. The he. Doesn't use, but he is only un- because other uh, other yeah. circumstances stops him. Yeah, like for instance the the space whale, Karen or well, In, instead Bond. of Bond. instead of outsmarting his enemies, he would he kills them. Look at when Rory and him are looking for uh, River. No, not River. No, uh, no, they're Amy. looking for the baby. It's River. No, no. they were looking for Amy. They oh, were looking for Amy. Like, and the baby! They knew where I'm she was, right. but they were trying to get but to her. Rory shows yeah. up. That's, that's uh, on, Demon's Run. Yeah. yeah. Rory shows up on no. one of the... Mm-hmm. Can I please continue? No, it, it is you. Demon's Run. <laughs> it's that episode. I just watched it again. So then they were looking for River. That's what I said! They were looking for Amy because the words were, when Rory gets surrounded by Cybermen, he goes, I've got a question 
and a message from the doctor. Where's my wife? Yeah. That's all that he said. And then a ship blows up. Behind, like, all of the Cyberman ships blow up. There's no talking. There's no outwitting. It's just, I'm going to blow them up, and then you're going to give me my answer. Yeah, but it's a, it's a great scene, because like it, I, have a, I have a question for me and a statement from the doctor. Like, what is your question? He's like, where's my wife? Like, what's the statement? And the ship blows up. He's like, now, would you like to rethink my question? Fantastic scene! Uh, yeah, but he's still, like, immediate. There's no, there's no, I'm going to outsmart you. It's, I'm going to just crush It was you. a fleet of Cybermen. All he pretty much did was unplug a computer. They're not living beings. They're Cybermen. In a later episode, that gets disproven. It wasn't at that point, and I probably haven't seen that one, so I'm going to say I'm but right. But they're not, they're, they're not reversible. Right. Not reversible, but still human. When they reverse, they blow up. So... so. I mean, that's best case scenario for a cyberman. Anyway. They realize what they are. It, it's because of oh, okay. him being the most willing to kill instead of showing the mercy to and, and, one's enemies. And you have to see him go through that. He realizes that in Demon's Run. <coughs> uh, he finds out that uh, doctor becomes a bad word to certain people. And that's when you see the change in Smith. And it doesn't last long because his run, his run comes to an end. But that's that's how he gets it. That's why he decides to stay for Christmas. But for all of up until that point, for all of that time, he was that doctor. So it's okay for me to still say I did not like the Matt Smith doctor. I say it's not no, fair. Yeah. But you get angry when people say they do. That's, that's the problem. But that's kind of what Kelly was saying with the long overarching themes. That's a, that's his biggest overarching theme is that he he does go a little too uh, hard in the paint. We'll say. And, the, but he gets his comeuppance. He has his worst moment because from, of that. Sorry. No, stop apologizing, David. Uh, from the very, his very beginning, the very first episode, he is intimidating people. He's not intimidating with, "Hey, I'm going to, you know, uh, well, I'll punch you in the eye, Mister. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to show your wife all the porn you've been looking up. Huh? He's he's intimidating with his. Oncoming storm. The oncoming storm. All these people that he has, all these people that he has destroyed because they tried to destroy. All these people that he's killed because they were trying to kill. All the genocide he caused because they were trying to commit genocide. It's the doctor he's, proving a point. He 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 is willing to he is willing to go that far. Yeah. The other doctors will use philosophy and thought. And yeah. Where and that was better. Yes. Yeah, and that's why Matt Smith has to learn that lesson. You know what, Robert? It makes. I have come to agree with your reason why you don't like Matt Smith. Thank you. And that's why I, I like I him. Apologize if I apologize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I apologize if I come off very asshole-like. When I was going to say dickheadedly, but that's because it's fun to say. Uh, when it comes to Matt Smith, but it, it's because there's such a drastic change with him that I, I can't like that. As doctor. you being slightly aggressive and annoyed during this conversation, as you have been this episode, this is the nicest one we've had about Matt you, Smith. <laughs> and that's very sad. <laughs> you, you know, but I see it. I, I see it as kind of a natural because I see Capaldi, while he doesn't have that. You know, I'm going to commit genocide now, but he he is so tired. He seems to me is like that he's, kind of thing. Like he's just maybe the doctor's getting tired of being the doctor. Is that yeah, kind of his thing? Well, yeah, he's kind of being tired of being the doctor. And I think Matt Smith being the guy that's like, hey, look, I've killed people before. I'm I'll do it again if you don't stop. Yeah, and then and then Capaldi being like, he's done with it. Matt Smith didn't do anything the Doctor had not already done. That's true. He's just more willing to do it. Right. He's the boyish one. That's why they cast the youngest Doctor it, yet. It, it, ju it just seemed like... Is the Doctor trying to be a kid again? Right. It, it just seemed like where the others, if, if they had to go there, there were 
there were many more steps before going yeah. there. Yeah, he's the childish one. He jumped, He skips those steps. Yeah. Um, now, when there there was an episode right before the fifty, the episode before the fiftieth. Ooh, is that where we're going next? Yes. Oh, good. The episode before the fiftieth, when Clara jumps into his time stream, and you find out that she has she's the reason that he's lived as long mm. as he has because she's always been there to save him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after that Christmas special, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, she she's always been there to save him through all of his life. She was there when he stole the TARDIS. She was there uh, during all of his fights with Davros, the Master. Yeah, in, I didn't like that. Did you? In I did. Did you? Go yeah, ahead. because it's no Kelly. Did you like it? I have a I have a theory that this is why there's so much Clara hate. Okay. Because well, well, no, we'll move to that next. Let him finish. What no, just, just real quick. Because they <laughs> elevate her so high because of that. Okay. Make her so important. Okay. Yeah, but all all of the... They also say that all of his companions are important. Yeah. There's not one that is not elevated to that level. Look at Donna. He says it himself. Yeah. Donna, Donna's... Yeah, I mean, Dr. Donna is the most important pr- person in the universe. Exactly. Which is actually cool, though. And Claire, Clara was the unspoken hero. She's the one that always had to be in the background. If it wasn't for her, then how many lives would be gone because the doctor would be gone right the impossible girl right the impossible girl yeah a leaf important for the most impossible hero yeah fair point he's always there yeah. um but <coughs> at the very end of that episode she can't handle it anymore and she's about to go under and matt smith picks her up and she sees as all of his lives walk past and then she goes who's that one it's the only one that she cannot help with it's the war doctor, isn't it? It's the war doctor. Yeah, oh, so badass. Uh, time and, of the doctor. Right, and he, he says, that's not the doctor. Because the doctor announces his name. I know you're trying to segue into the 50th. Yes. What not a... yet. Why? <laughs> Favorite doctor. We talked about the, We talked about David Tennant for fucking an hour. He's worth an hour. <laughs> so is John. <coughs> so is Matt Smith. So go you ahead. said John Smith? Yeah, for a second. That's actually uh, Steel. That's, that's, Superman Steel. No, but that's his alias he used. Oh, yes. True. Um, two more things I just wanted to go into. Uh, the books I was talking about earlier. Yes. Um, Matt Smith was my favorite, of course. Not necessarily, because in the book, you don't really necessarily, they don't act the same necessarily, because right. the person writing the show that's writing the books. But, big shock in this one, Matt Smith commits genocide and explains why. While he's you, doing, you've it. actually told me about yeah, this which one. you actually liked uh, the first time I told you. you actually, kind of like the story, right? It's it called the story between of uh, the Time Lords and the Daleks. It's not. <laughs> no, he commits geno- it's technically genocide because it's the last remaining being of a species. He only kills one person. Oh, okay. And he doesn't technically kill them. He kicks them out of the TARDIS at the beginning of time. Was it the fish people? No, <laughs> it's, it's something they made up for this guy's. But uh, okay. it's somebody like somebody shows up at a house in a rabbit mask, and this little girl answers, and then their family goes missing. And, like, he shows up kind of, like, playing detective, like, oh, well, let me check out the evidence, and then just kind of wanders off, because, you know, psychic paper, which I don't think it has been said yet on this episode, and that's a crime. That is true. Psychic paper's very important, and also kind of dumb. <laughs> yes. It's Doctor Who, I think, can be summed up in, it's amazing, and kind of dumb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, going back to our sci- old sci-fi discussion. That's all sci-fi, I think. Ma- it's amazing. Ma- it kind of, Star Wars, amazing. Kind of dumb. dumb. They have lightsabers. Star Trek. Amazing. Kind of dumb. Not as much, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Star Trek's better than Star Wars? Very scientific. Uh Uh-huh. Very very scientific. The the worst thing is 
they 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 uh, they solved their the 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 transportation thing by having a, a Heisenberg uh, blue meth. No, it's a <laughs> Heisenberg. Bring yeah, it. Heisenberg. Uh, Heisenberg's theory. Uh, uh, no, no, no. It's it's where you cannot where you cannot uh, oh. both observe a, a atom and know where it's at the same time. Okay. And they just have something that compensates. It's a Heisenberg compensator. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to disagree with you. The worst thing they did is go. No, the Greek gods were real. They're just aliens. <laughs> That's an episode. Also, <laughs> the Stargate. He sleeps the original Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> I, I put it on to go to sleep. Um, a fellow Trekkie. No. Oh. I'm a war's head. Okay. Is that well, what we see, call ourselves? I'm no, a Trekkie. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm a Trekkie. That's why I cannot be a who... I I'm a Jedi. Cannot be a who fan. Whovians, what they call Whovian. it. A Which Whovian. I don't like the term. No? No, and I haven't... I don't think the listeners know this, but I have a TARDIS tattoo on my arm. And you don't like the term Whovian? No, I don't. Why not? I don't know. It seems dumb. Why can't you, why can't you like something without being titled immediately? It, it, it's I love, good for identification. Title we are a nerd podcast. We title ourselves I, nerds. You title us nerds. I love Spider Man. I don't it's call like, myself a webhead. It's like it's like a sub. I would totally be a webhead. I would too. <laughs> now what? I'm saying I bring, have. On, bring on the radioactive spiders. <laughs> it's just a sub. Radioactive spider blood. <laughs> yes. When you, when you got the when it becomes a problem is when you got posers. You know, well, those no. are called hipsters. Hipsters, right? Hipsters, posers. <laughs> but hipsters. that's kind of the issue I, with nerdum to me is that like if if you're not a hardcore fan that knows every fact, you're a poser. Well, I'm not saying you're taking that aspect at all. You're not right, but a lot of people do. Here's the difference: if you say I'm a Hoovian, you're a poser. If someone says he's a Hoovian and you're like, yeah, then yeah. Well, it, yeah. It, I guess like <laughs> I am a nerd. I have read so many comic books. I don't know every single detail, but I can give you a vast majority of details. I am a Whovian. I have seen all of New Who. I cannot give you all of the details, but I'm still a fan. Right. I have no problem calling myself a Whovian because I am a fan. I don't have to know everything. Right. To Unless enjoy. you ask other Whovians, then you kind of do have to know. I, I, I still disagree. Yeah. Those people <coughs> that are like, no, you have to know all of this in order to be titled that, they're called assholes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah, but you've been an asshole about certain things. I have. I, I'm not disagreeing. We're on. We're, we're talking about Matt Smith on the podcast. We're like know, some people are assholes. You know, being a guest here, being, <laughs> I heard it. Being a being a guest here, just my second time. Uh-huh. But I'm going to suggest this. What Robert just said, you should play that at the start of every one of your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> so that that should, that should be our first shirt. Sometimes people are assholes. It was the, <laughs> one of our episodes was called Happy Easter. People, People are assholes. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> like, we recorded it on Easter, and all we do is talk about how terrible people were. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's not a foreign concept of the podcast, actually. You're right on the nose, my friend. Yeah. Uh, but going back to who? Yes. Because this episode's running long. Uh, so, we kind of got sidetracked here. Danny, you were saying something about the novel. I was saying lots of things about the novel. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. Um I, I can't remember what kind of alien the bad guy was, but he's very powerful, and there's really no way to combat him. Like, he could just kind of consume people in a way. Oh, gosh, really? They went back to that? Mentally, not physically. That okay. Good call, though. Damn, God. Uh, <laughs> I actually like that episode, though. Oh, gosh. Wait, which so episode disgusting. are you guys talking about? The guy, the, the guy literally sucked people into their body. Oh, right, the right, The right. from Linda. Yeah, you didn't like it? I actually kind of liked it. I liked the episode. That guy was so disgusting. 
Well, well I yeah, think I think it's kind of the point. Oh <laughs> um, Slavine is, by the way, Slavine. Slavine. Slavine are the people with the zippers on their head. Oh, yes, that right. Were, yeah, the fart came to me. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, I mean, a- after a while, the doctor realizes, realizes and he's com- companionless during this entire story. Actually, all of my red, uh, except for tenants, are companionless. Yes, I Martha. It. I believe Not it. Martha. Yeah, Martha. Yeah, the better. I, I think that it's. Easy, <laughs> I think that novel wise, it's easy to write for the doctor, but not so much. Maybe. Yeah, because thinking about the, the human element, especially in the Matt S- Matt Smith book, is very two characters. Right. It's a very condensed story, which is weird because Matt Smith always had a lot of people around him. Actually, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the, back to to what Robert was saying. Now, a lot of the the like, for instance, his granddaughter had the novel series. Well, yeah, but, but I'd like, I'd like to, to finish the, the book I was talking about it. first. They had to take the doctor out of it. The book I was talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to finish that first. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after a while, the doctor realizes there's no way to take care of him, except for one way, and that is complete genocide. Because, they're yeah, it's one person, but he's the last of their kind. And he's been around for a very I, I, long time. I wouldn't time. say that's genocide. I would say that... He, is... he calls it genocide. The doctor does, as oh. he's doing it. Uh, that's finish side. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say... That's what you call the fin- people from... Quality control. I, I was going to say that's not genocide. <laughs> that is forced extinction. Mm. Yeah, same thing, technically. It's quality control. Someone already did quality all the Quality control? Yeah, someone already did the rest of the work. Calm down, Hitler. <laughs> I'm, <just> gonna... <laughs> I'm, I'm allowed to Hitler. say that. <laughs> quality control to all those Jewish people, you monster. <laughs> that's coming from uh, somebody that accidentally called themselves a grand wizard once. Um... <laughs> Don't think about it, Kelly. It's a long story. I was it's a superhero. <laughs> You're right, it's not a long story. I just have to say My costume was really cool. I wore a pointy hat, That's, all white. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, the, that was the entire My power joke. was I can get a burning cross. I didn't think about that, throwing burning crosses at people. That's not bad. Why are you continuing this? Kelly started it. Jordan, feel free to write in. Who's Jordan? Oh, God, you don't even want to know. Okay. In fact, anybody, feel free to write in. No, just the one guy. Just fucking Jordan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, at the very end, he takes uh, this guy to the uh, pretty much the Big Bang, like the beginning of time, mm. and throws him out of the TARDIS. And he's like, I'm sorry, but you will always be in this moment. This moment is always beginning and ending at the same time. It's always happening and not happening. Mm. And you're in it now. And... I know you're the last of your people. I know I'm committing genocide, but this is what I have to do, and I am sorry. Whoa. Does he say, has I'm so, so sorry? No, no, it's not Tenet. But he's like, <laughs> I don't know. If, actually, I'm not for sure he says I'm sorry. But he gives, does, Matt Smith does say he's sorry. Yeah, I, I think he does apologize, but he's like, I, it has to happen. I don't I don't know what else you expected this had to happen. And it's, right. it's really good. It really is. Um, yeah, when you were originally telling me that story, I, I remember me going... Huh, that actually sounds like an interesting story. Because he's doing the Matt, the, the Matt Smith thing, but explaining it as it happens, I suppose. Right. And there's a good reason for it. Which feels very um, David Tennant-ish. Kind of. Yeah, I think it's probably the same person that wrote the books. Da- David Tennant, oh, like, any time he had to do something that was very not like the Doctor. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, he would he would explain it. Yeah. yeah. He would explain like it. Like the Family then, Blood, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then he would say that I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I want to touch on with Matt Smith before he moved on was his regeneration, uh, his Christmas special. Well, a little bit more. Because there's one very important thing we haven't touched on yet. There's something that happened before that. That's the 50th anniversary. That was beforehand. Yes. Damn it. Y'all. Oh. Y'all or yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're from Texas. We can't tell. 
<laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> where are we going with this? The 50th anniversary, the 50th Gallag- anniversary. I literally We've just said been that. recording for two hours, and it's only one o'clock in the morning. No, I was we're just going to say something about his regeneration, but if we're going to the 50th... Yeah, we're going he, to the 50th. He regenerated after the 50th. Okay, yeah. very good. So, Plus, he likes me not talking about but Matt you know, Smith as, but, you, you know, as much But you as know, David Tennant regenerated before the 50th, so you know, timey-wimey. We did talk about him regenerating, didn't <laughs> yeah. we? Yeah. Yes, we did. You're so, timey-wimey. <laughs> so, the 50th anniversary, we've already seen John Hurt at this point, the war doctor. Yeah. Um, but now we get to see part of the actual Time War. It's the only time that we've actually gotten to see... Because you get a glimpse of him in the episode you were talking about earlier, uh, the name of the Doctor. Right. You only see him from behind. It's like a side profile. And, and, yeah. and then it cu- it zooms into his front and it says, introducing John Hurt as the War Doctor. What he, I did. Because you had introduced to John Hurt. Right. right. He's the Chancellor in V for Vendetta. We know who he is. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Amazing actor. Yet another old man that needs a hug. I, I would totally hug John Hurt. What I did, I, I didn't watch a whole do lot. in Malice and Hate. What I did in the name of, what was in the name of righteousness and, oh, you're damn. awesome at this. <laughs> no, I can't remember it all, but it was a great line, Dan. That, that should be your biography. I can't remember. I can't it all, remember it all, but it was a great line. <laughs> the Kelly story. Yeah. No, but when he showed up there, it was like oh. actually it'd be the Kelly M- and then it just dot 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 because you forgot your own last name. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but. Uh, no, he's wonderful. I oh, love John Hurt's The War Doctor. Great. It was kind of stunt casting if you think about it, because he has a big name. Yeah, well, when the first time... Especially that, in England. That episode starts and you see him just coming around, the, like the Daleks are closing in on people, and then they get shot, and he just comes around the corner and just starts shooting at this wall. And then it cuts to the War Council going, we found this, what does it mean? And it's him saying, no more. Yeah. And that's when you find out that he, that's when he stole the moment. Which, the moment is... The most powerful weapon in the galaxy. Yes. To have ever and will ever exist. Also, turns out, kind of hot. Yeah. Well, well it, has bo- it has boobies. Don't kinda. forget, when he went, don't forget that before he did that, he totally used his TARDIS to take out a lot of Daleks. <laughs> he did. He crashes it through a wall and smashes through a bunch of Daleks. And badass for the Doctor. In a scene very reminiscent to what you guys were making fun of, of a little box hanging off a string. <laughs> yeah. Very true. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's awesome it's but that, kind of bad when, when he hits the Daleks and like the actual Dalek bodies flop out of the ring yeah yeah they hi turtle friends just don't say turtle soup man I can't do that again make some fucking Dalek soup the Dalek Crane is a Dalek yeah that's what I was getting at oh my gosh Panther. Whoa! Exterminate! <laughs> I can't do it. I'm sorry. I tried. You do it. Hey, hey, Hi, turtle friends. Yes, no, this is deep. Though. This is deep. Exterminate friends. <laughs> Exterminate friends. <laughs> this is deep because the turtles were mutated. Uh-huh. Yes, that is part of their you know origin. to become a warrior. They're also class. teenage and ninjas. That's their dark. And Arthros they are a spoof mutated off. the Kalids to to become Daleks. And they oh, are a shit. spoof yeah. off of uh, Daredevil, uh, of Daredevil, which means that Spider Man can be the next fucking companion. High five! I, oh God, I'd watch that show so much. I don't like the idea of seeing Spider Man uh, play second fiddle. 
but he does a lot, and it's fine. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just Are you getting uncomfortable scene? with the Spider-Man talk? Because we do it every episode. No, I'm just visualizing it. Visualizing it. <laughs> it. No, he's visualizing it. He's satisfying. Hey, it is something I wanted to mention before, but when in the, I want to make the classic Doctor Webster's Who <laughs> in the in the classic Doctor Who, doc, uh, the Doctor was not the action man. He he was right. Like, a lot of yeah. times he played second fiddle. Right, that's, yeah, that definitely changed with New Who. That's very much a New Who kind of kind of concept. Good point, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, that's deep. So not as deep as Kring being so say, a Dalek. Yes. That that needs to be like studied. We can write it. <laughs> oh, you said studied. I, I thought you okay. meant, I thought you said written. Back to the fifties. Oh, man. right. There was a there was a special. Yeah, and I'm going to say it was wonderful. I I, it. I thoroughly love the special. Yeah. Um, something that happened in that that had been hinted at during the David Tennant years with Martha is when they were meeting Shakespeare and Queen Elizabeth comes around the corner and goes, Doctor, take his head! And he goes, I don't know what that's about, but I'll find out someday. Well, you find out what We all find about. out with him, yes. Yeah. yeah which is, the, which is the, the great thing about Doctor Who. Is like, if he doesn't know what's going on, don't worry, you'll find out when he finds out. Right. The, it's kind of cool, man. The not so virgin shit. queen. The not-so-virgin queen. Yeah, yes. not-so yeah. Also, the sucker things that he totally makes out with. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's not that bad. But... Oh, <laughs> this oh, would have heard, yeah. Okay. Who thought that the... Scene where that him and Tenet meet each other and they pull out their uh, sonic screwdrivers. Which also is... a first time that's been said on this podcast, <laughs> and we're two hours in. Wow! I almost said it during the during the adipose. You should have just yelled it because the because the den mother lady she she had a sonic screw like screwdriver. That was the first. That was the first one since the classic who when Romana get, uh, made a new sonic screwdriver for the doctor. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, hers was red, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's a Sith. Kind of works because Tenants is blue, Matt Smith is green. Yes. <laughs> well, before okay, her, which so... means that the next uh, sure. companion could be Luke Skywalker. High five. Be- before her, <laughs> wearing a Spider-Man mask. Yes. Because yeah, fuck it, he's old. He needs to cover that face. Before her, <laughs> that's mean. I'm sorry. Before her, the sonic screwdriver was basically a pen light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was trying to be written out of the show. Now it's just an LED light, so it's, I mean, it's but, changed with technology technically, but not much. I laugh so hard at that scene where those two doctors meet and they pull out their sonic screwdrivers. Have like a standoff. Well, well, like uh, Smith pulls his out, and Tennant's like, "All right," and pulls his out, and Smith goes, "All right," and then extends his. <laughs> it's a dick measuring contest. Yeah, and, and t- t- by t- definition, Tennant essentially says that he goes compensating or something. Is, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not before he extends his, but it is not as. I think he his extends, extends and then, uh, Smith says uh, Smith, Smith's opens. Uh, yeah. Opens. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wonderful scene. Great yeah. way to oh, yeah. like because. At that point, you knew who. You hadn't seen Doctor meeting Doctor, really, except for that Tenant special where he meets the fifth Doctor. But yeah. a lot of Which happened didn't see right that. before this. Yeah, a lot of people um, didn't see it. No, no, no. no that ha- you're right, you're right. That, that was like middle happened of before Tenant's last scene. season. Right. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people didn't see it anyways. Right. And it doesn't matter, because this is like current Doctor meets current Doctor, like fucking 10 meets 11? And then, and then, Very intense. And then when John Hurt shows up and he goes, hi, I'm looking for the Doctor, and they're both like, he's like, uh... Uh, are you guys companions of his? Yeah. And they yeah. look at each other. I was like, isn't this your lucky day? And like, kind of, they both straighten their jacket. Cause right. Seeing them side by side, you don't realize how similar they are in their acting methods. Right. Yeah. yeah. Young. Until then. Young, kind of crazy. You know, this this was 
this is actually a very, very important in the role because there's such a separation from the past doctor. Right. Yes. And and he goes, so you guys must be companions of his. And then they pull out his, their... their uh, Screw, sonic tru- sonic ah, screwdrivers. God, I can't say it anymore. That's why I hadn't said it before. So- sonic screwdrivers. And he goes, I must be going through something in my old age. <laughs> <laughs> done because he is he is the old fans gateway drug right you know but they well, did it in such a way that new fans still loved him yeah God, hell i and, know i did we and, did oh yeah yeah throughout the entire thing it's him seeing what he becomes mm-hmm. and he it, it, because he's using the moment the moment stops time where he's at and goes you need to see what you become if you do this uh, and yeah. d- uh, just uh, this is kind of important the moment takes the form of Bad Wolf. Right. Uh, yeah. Rose. Yeah, she she goes, I've taken somebody from your history. And he goes, I've never met you before. And she goes, time's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she said so many people. Which, yeah. which <coughs> oh man, further along in, the, in, in, the, in this show, it, there was a point where, where uh, John Hurt's uh, doctor, he, he, uh, he comments on the fact that, that Matt's, or not Matt's, Tennant is making out with somebody. It's like, does that kind of thing happen often? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, and, now. and she's like, well... <laughs> 2000s like, are kind of weird, turns out. Yeah. Well, she's the she's the one who, who started it all, you really. that's weird? You should see who we elect as president. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, going back to the whole thing where past doctors, no sexual tension or anything. Nothing right. remotely right. close. They just right. waited until the cameras were off and then molested their co-hosts. That happened? Probably. <laughs> it's speculation, but like... Thomas I'll never look at William Hartnell the same again. I, no, he, I don't know if he did. But, uh... No, I, I, was, I was making a joke, Kelly. I, His I, old I, granddaughter? I, I like when he makes them... I like when he makes them Sick. analyze themselves. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Because, like, it very much comes clear that Tennant is the hero doctor. And yeah. Matt Smith is the doctor who forgets. He's like, I don't, I don't know how many people died that day. Yeah, but he forgets on purpose. Right, and Matt Smith gets in his face. He's like, how can you forget? I remember every single day. Very powerful scene, yes. So maybe actually, like, even though Tina had been gone for a while at that point, I was like, oh, fuck, that's why I love that guy. Right. he answer, though, later on, didn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like, I I can never truly forget. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the liar's doctor. He's, uh, like I said, he's chaos. He's... Right. He's... Matt but, Smith, and I think, not to dabble too much back on Matt Smith, because I know you don't like him, but he's everything that is wrong with the Doctor personified. Right. Which is powerful in this show. You just, it, it just didn't click with you. Yeah. In and a it, bad way. And it, works, <laughs> and it works because Tenet was headed that direction. Yeah, and I honestly... Six episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that Holy he. Shit. I think that he was only. Kind of like last year, he was getting dickish at the end. Well, yes. I, well, I think that he was only heading in that direction because every regeneration is a death. Yeah, yeah. And he's very much aware that. Did you say no. No, I said yeah. I, oh. <laughs> he's very much aware that who he is is about to die, yeah. and it's him fighting death, and that's why he becomes dickish. I would say that if it wasn't for the, the. Oracle telling him what he did, he would not have gone that route. It's only because oh, yeah. of oh, him yeah. being told you are going to die that he became what he did at the end of his run. Yeah, that episode when he meets the Oracle and the Oracle tells him that there is no spoon. That's powerful. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, wrong show. Are you sure? But Clara... Because if, if you spell the doctor backwards, it actually spells the one. 
<laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, too many matrix jokes? Yes. Okay. Maybe. But Claire, Claire, Claire kind of ties everybody together, and she, she really starts connecting with the war doctor. And when he disappears, she's the one that realizes it. And at that point, they realize what's about to happen. They go, no, we've, we've been there. And they go back to the moment. And right as he's about to hit the button, she goes, when a person is at their most dire moment, is when everybody hears one noise. And then you hear the key scratching against the piano wire, which is how they d- made that sound. Mm-hmm. And the two TARDISes show up. The one that's slightly beaten up, the one that's brand new looking, next to his. And they both come out, and they're like, we had to do this alone. You don't have to. And they're going to make their mistake again. And Clara stops them I'm and about sa- to cry and says it, God, and says God, so you good. are the doctor you are better than this a little bit well I was just thinking you I was like we <laughs> you, you when we were talking about Clara earlier we talked about how she jumped into the time vortex right and she affected all the doctors right this is her affecting this doctor that's awesome so well done. when I went back and watched the 50th I was like wow yes <laughs> Yeah, this is how she affected the war doctor in the only way that she could. And they're like, you're right. We have a better way. There's three doctors in this room. Once again, three doctors can do amazing <laughs> That's things. That's true, yes. I mean, Jack, Jack Harkness is somewhere with a raging heart on. Yes. Like he <laughs> I think it. at that point we all had raging heart ons because it was oh, three I doctors on screen. I, I had a timey-wimey yeah. heart on. <laughs> Had a boner back in time, guys. And, and then they get all of the doctors, including Capaldi. Oh, yeah. Not really Christopher Eccleston, though. They had the back of somebody's shaved head wearing a leather jacket. No, he, no they, they it's, showed it's still him. a scene of him. They showed him. Oh, that's right. But that's not right. the actor. I was thinking of the back shots, because, well, I mean, most of the doctors. And he, and he talks, too. Yeah all, yeah. all all of them say something that's relevant to the story, and it's... All back footage. And you see all these TARDISes. Yeah. Right. And then ah, so the 13 oh, TARDISes so surround Gallifrey as it's being destroyed by the Daleks. And then, pff, gone. And he goes, I've put them somewhere and I don't know where. Yeah. Now I've got to go looking for them. And then Tom Baker shows up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, he's not the doctor. He's the no curator. longer the doctor. The curator. He's the curator. And he says, you will start reusing faces. Oh no, he says it. That's why. So that means the curator's technically a doctor, but when? Oh wow! Yes. Wow. Because he calls that one one of his favorites. Yeah, this one's one of my favorites. The curator's the doctor. We just don't know when. Okay. And it has to be some point after he's kind of given up on being the doctor. Probably after he's seen everything, because eventually the doctor has to see everything. Right. And he he wants all of these paintings are history. Yeah. And so it's still him protecting history just in a different way at that yeah. point. Yeah. Wow. I feel like he had something to say. Well, the thing I was going to say is Matt Smith, when he introduces us to to, to John Hurt to the, to, to the 11th Doctor. The War Doctor. The War Doctor. The War Doctor. Yeah. When, she, when he introduces us to him and, and, and he shows up, it's the whole thing of this is not, this is not a doctor. Right, you know, he disowns him. But but even before before he's he's even turned to him when he's still eight, he he is like disowning himself and becoming the warrior. He doesn't right. count himself. Right, yeah. And it's not until all the doctors 
come back together and like you know they 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 re they reclaim him as one of him. And he's like I am one of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That, that that he finds a solution. And then you see the true heartbreaking moment of the entire episode. And it's them getting in their TARDISes and going, I'm not going to remember that I actually did good today. Mm -hmm. I have to live with the thought that I killed my people and I still fail. And that's why, once again, that re it, it hits again so hard while Eccleston is pretty distant. The PTSD. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's dead. Yes, absolutely. He's PTSD, yes. And this is why this is why Tenet doesn't want to go. Because I feel like on that jump, from on that regeneration from, from Eccleston, from Eccleston to Tenet, he finds some peace in himself. He sure, finds something else. Tenet is the doctor moving on. Yeah. Yeah, he finds yeah. something else. He he finds, he's got Rose. Yeah. Right. Which I'm, I'm smiling way too hard about that. You are smiling <laughs> yeah. pretty hard. It's kind of creeping me out. You're not yeah. milking yourself <laughs> yeah. like Robert was earlier, but it's still kind of creepy. That was dual heartbeat. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> ba -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's got that, you know. He's he's like, okay, there's there's life past the war. Past yeah, and then he loses Rose. This, and yeah. he loses the face he loves at the time. Turns him into the rebellious kid. There you go. That's where you get Smith. And this is why he but, does not want to go. Because he's like, I finally dealt with it. And there's part of him losing what he is. that He knows what he's going to turn into. Isn't going to be as nice. Isn't right. going to be as loving. And so, because... But will be great. Right. The raggedy... You said right! You agreed! The, rag yeah. oh, the raggedy no, man. That, the raggedy the man. Very, the very last episode. His regeneration. Matt Who's? Smith. Matt Smith's? Matt Smith's. Where he's finally going, I'm willing to die so nobody else has to. Hmm. It is his redemption as the doctor. Matt, Matt Smith's mind. regeneration is him uh, unwillingly giving up before willingly giving up and then loving giving up. It's like it's weird because that's the last what three minutes of the episode, right? A lot of depth in those three minutes, right? From him going to like like I said earlier, like uh, I have a plan. I don't really have a plan. People just love when I say that. Yeah, I'm <laughs> waiting for loud things to happen. I'm going to take credit for him. See what happens. But see, Matt Smith, even in his even in his selfishness, he's still about saving people. He's still the doctor. He still wants to save Translord. This little bitty planet. This little bitty planet. He wants to save him. He could have stopped the entire thing with a word. What? His name. Oh. Yeah. And given up. You can't. You can't blame Matt Smith for not saying the doctor's name. No, that would ruin the series. That's the whole point. Yeah, silence falls. And who knows what that means that time? Because silence keeps falling. Well, no, we actually. That's the one time we know what it means. Once again, he can't say his name. Silence has to fall. Once again, that's the only time we know what it means. Once again, this is Clara stepping in, and because throughout that episode, you find out that Gallifrey's on the other side of a time crack, which was brought in during the beginning of Matt Smith's run. Yes. How did you know the name of my band in high school? Time crack. The time cracks. <laughs> it was. It was a, uh, we all we, we was, all played with our ass cracks. I thought know? it was crack time. <laughs> yeah, man, that's mean. But uh, <laughs> this is what we did in between gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly just starts sucking a dick over there. No, that was, that was hitting a crack pipe, right? Yeah. One happens before the other. Not that I know. If you no, I, the I just incriminated myself. Like, no, that's obviously a crack pipe, Robert. <laughs> Trust me, I'm an expert. Anyway. Uh, I'm the doctor of crack pipes. She, she goes to the time crack, knowing that Gallifrey's on the other side now. Shut up, Kelly. He is willing to die at this point, mm. which... 
he could have ended this before before this, but he at this point he's going, no, they want me, they can have me. I'm too old to fight anymore. I'm done. This is how I choose to go out. And she goes to the crack and goes, he's out of regenerations, but you can change this. You want to know the name of him? He's the doctor. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what his name is. He's the doctor. Right. Yes. Uh, that's that's the first one I went back and rewatched. It's a great episode. I love it. There's a wooden Cyberman. And they gave him more regenerations. We don't know how many. We're, right. we're going to glance over a wooden yes. Cyberman? Because wooden Cyberman was pretty cool. Wooden yeah. Cyberman was interesting. Well, nice, because he just outsmarts like, it. He's I, like... I like that during the entire episode, he befriends a Cyberman's head. <laughs> Handles. Handles, yeah. Which, that's not the first time. At one point... That's from yeah. a previous episode. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. At oh. one point, his... his you uh, skipped some good stuff. Cyberman. I know you don't believe me, but Handles is from a previous episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but... hostile when you said okay. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> you can make anything sound mean. Merry Christmas, you fucker! Hey, the, the most Christmas, memorable bitch. The, mo- the most the memorable end. scene from that is when he's walking along his new allies. The silence. The silence. Yes. And yeah, because they actually go back sh- to back. They're yeah. shooting lo- uh, lightning out of their fingers, and, and he's twirling god. a cane. Cool, but kind of dumb. Yeah. He's twirling- oh my gosh, the way they do it though. Yeah, but it's. I mean, they're the Sith. Um, so what? But but okay. can we go when, on that? When he was twirling the cane, you know what I thought of the most. Th- and this is to Matt Smith's credit; he would make an amazing Riddler. Uh, say, actually, went uh, Scrooge. Really? really, I would go with that. Yeah, huh. either one. Yeah, Matt Smith would make a good Riddler. Yeah, the grandiose speeches that mean nothing. I, I, I've never had anything against the actor. It was always the writing. I don't see why he had great episodes. Yeah. They've all had great episodes. We'll continue. <laughs> I, I, so yeah. while we're on Trenzalore, what do you guys think about the silence? Ultimately pointless. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm good. Also, I, they this have is penis what I fingers. Got. This but, is what I got. They they were genetically engineered by the church in the future and somehow decided to take over the world, so they went back into the past to do it? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. But in the Christmas special you're seeing him seeing them at their purest before they decided to do that. Okay. Timey wimey. Also, seriously, they have penis fingers. Yes. Now, Only three of them, too. It's weird. I, I'm I'm going to go back and change something that I said earlier. Earlier, I uh, you love Matt Smith? No. Damn it. Um, <laughs> earlier, I had said what my favorite Matt Smith episode was. That's actually wrong. There there is a series of episodes that are separated. Yeah. That become my favorite episode when put together, and it's it, it's the astronaut in the lake. Uh huh. It, it's the telling of the silence with. The reason that River was kidnapped, the reason that she oh, was trained, yeah. and is that the reason she was kidnapped? It was no, because she no. she was kidnapped to take down the doctor. Yeah, we to, know. Yeah, to, we know that. But you find that the, what you're talking about comes out afterwards. Uh, you find out the reason she was kidnapped uh, during uh, Demon's Run. Their good man goes to war, but uh, huh? yeah, no, you literally find out the reason why. She was kidnapped during uh, uh, Let's Kill Hitler. That's the next episode. That's yeah. the episode after Demon's Run. It, it was to kill him. Yeah. yeah. No, I know why she was born. Um, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, Let's Kill Hitler is a great episode, though. Oh, I do love it. Uh, Rory. Rory is the best part of that episode. Oh, my god. He's like, I think I just shoved Hitler in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Like I said, I love his companions during his run. Once yeah, again, great. we haven't talked about the ponds at all. Oh, the ponds are fantastic. I love the ponds. Their ending 
legitimately sad. The girl who waited. It's the fucking angels. And and the centurion who waited. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the girl who waited. That's her name. And then the centurion. Yeah, because when she was a little kid, she saw the doctor. I had to wait until she was an adult for him to come back. Nice. Right. She's the girl that waited. I know that he's the last centurion, but once again, I skipped half of that season. Okay. Uh, the, the Pandorica opens? Yeah, I fucking skipped that shit. Watch that. No, I'm good. Now, you were bragging about seeing every episode earlier. No, I specifically no, said because Kelly says, like, I've seen every episode. It's just me and you. And you were like, yeah. So it's yeah. just me. But, so, but yeah, I, it I, is just you. You're I, a piece of shit. I made it You clear. can't yell about... No, 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 I no. I made it clear that I skipped those episodes. I'm making it clear that I skipped, so, I've skipped all of Capaldi. And you can't judge anymore. I can. No, no, you no. You cannot. No. You did not skip. Kelly, be on my side. Once again, I'm trying to be on both of your sides. You're failing. You did not skip. You did not skip. You no, I did literally didn't. skip. I just didn't. You didn't have the effort to skip. You just didn't. No. Yeah. Anyways. Now, if you watch the new the new season and without watching the rest, then you skip. Yes. Oh, and then we kill is, you. Which is what I did. Skipping means. Then we kill you. Yeah. No, he literally <laughs> skipped, though. And he'll literally kill you. No, he should literally <laughs> die. You're playing both sides, remember? You're oh, killing me with the elbow Wait, drop, no, Robert? but seriously, though. We're devolving. Pandora. Would you not be proud of me? <laughs> to kill me with an elbow drop? If I killed you with an elbow drop, would you not be proud of me in that moment? I, I can't be proud because I'll be dead. But if I... If right before... If you saw me coming down and, like, the, your last... Well, oh, I'd have a smile on After face. your regeneration. <laughs> While you're dropping the elbow. <laughs> after uh, your regeneration. Oh, I'd elbow drop his ass back. <laughs> no, but you'd be to death. Oh, I'm so proud. <laughs> I raised him right. Uh, here's the question. <laughs> am I the doctor or the master? To his, <sighs> which, no, you're the one, master. Which one of you're... us is the doctor? Which one of us is the master here? Oh, gosh. So hard to tell. <laughs> Here's the nerdly debate, and it's all on him. I've known Kelly since I was four. Okay, so he's the doctor because I know more about his. Technically, history. at that point, you could be the master. Ooh, that was a part of the debate. I don't want to be a master. He could be the doctor at that point. Yeah, don't don't make him a villain. Okay, you just said that you're the villain. Then. See, he's being rude. Be See, he's the master. No, I'm, uh, I'm his Amy. Or, timey wimey. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck happened to us? I so, regeneration. We're a coherent. No, no, stop trying to skip Matt Smith, you fucker. I'm not. How long do we have to fucking talk about Matt Smith? That's why we were talking about David Tennant. We're talking about it for 20 minutes. No, we've been talking about <laughs> him for hour, a good 40 but, minutes. But really, we're talking about the 50th. Yeah. Actually, we're on the Christmas special now. Yeah. Where are we at now? The Christmas, Christmas special. special. <laughs> Tentalore. <laughs> penis fingers. Catch up! <laughs> but uh, just before we move on, if, if we're going to do that, his actual regeneration, where you see him walking up as a broken old man, Going to accept death. He's like, I'm finally here. I don't have a plan. I really don't. Take me out. And then he gets the spiders and like, you know what? Check this out. Come in! Get me! And he waves that can around. That takes them all out. Fucking love it. Was real I quick, not Robert. Was I heading there earlier? Huh? Was I not heading there earlier? Yeah. But real quick, Robert. <laughs> have hoping. you noticed when he qu- quotes Matt Smith, exact inflection of his voice, is it matches perfectly. I watch his episodes a lot. Um... <laughs> Well, By you, far, favorite you may not I mean, watch enough to, to I've, tell. I've, 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 the ones that I've watched, I've watched once, and I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't think you understand. I love Matt Smith so much. I don't have a second favorite doctor. That's just wrong. I, I'm not saying it is. Okay, so he regenerates. He during his regeneration, he destroys the uh, ships that are above Trinzalore. Yeah. He and Clara are in the TARDIS, and he explains to her that he's about to regenerate. He's about to have a different face. And then it just fucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get swallowed by a T-Rex. Somehow they get swallowed <laughs> by a T-Rex. Danny is giving me the most evil look because... I'm saying there's a really beautiful part. 
Well, he's re- like, let right, him get to it. Right before he, re- you cut me off, you fucker. You, we've said the same <laughs> part five times now. I'm talking about this at all. What, like right before he regenerates on the TARDIS, Matt Smith, he, he sees uh, Amelia Pond as a child at first. Oh God! A little running, like running across the balcony and stuff. Yes. And then finally, like as she walks down the stairs, he sees uh, the adult version. Right. And she's just like, "It's time to say goodbye, my raggedy man." It's really sad. Oh, God, it's beautiful. You're trying to skip past it. You fucker. Also, I don't know anything about it's Capaldi, more so I have to stick to Matt Smith. It's more that we'll, we're well past two hours at this point, and I'm trying to... Oh, we're at two and a half. When he goes back, when he goes back to uh, Amelia, I, 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 I mark the difference between calling the kid Amelia and the grown-up Amy. Okay, but okay. When he, when he goes back to Amelia and like shows up in between the time... You know, like, hey, I'm I'm not gonna be back, and and just kind of squares everything with Amelia, mm-hmm. the girl who waited. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, very. That's incredible. Stuff. It's really sad. Right yeah. before he knew he was gonna die. Yeah, that makes it worse. Yeah. Okay. So huh? he regenerates, and it just kind of <laughs> just kind of happens. Like it, it's a else, flash. Yeah. Does you don't else? get the golden. Yeah. It. it they kind of. It's like a precursor because he gets the golden flashes and stuff like. As he gets his new regeneration, right? But when he actually regenerates, he literally bends down, stands back up as the new Doctor, right? Uh, dur- it says he has new eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Dur- during the episode, he goes, "I have, I have no more regenerations." Mm. And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Well, think about it. I had thirteen generations. You saw all of them up until me, and then you saw, you know, the angry one, which was the War Doctor, <laughs> right? And, and so I'm out. And so him getting new generations, one, we don't know how many they gave him, right? I'm gonna go ahead and say at least twelve more." Um, I, I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> yeah, as, as long as as long as we don't get canceled, that's how many regenerations we have. <laughs> exactly. Or if we really need a, a a new angle. I have a I have a theory. Yeah. Remember, Danny, I, I texted you that theory. Oh yeah, because you confused the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, the doctor has a daughter. Yes. In Tennis, and you should know this. Tennis, Tennis' wife. Yes. In real life, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and it's also the daughter of Tom Baker. Yes. Yes. His favorite doctor. Even though That's in that true. mini episode he says it's the fifth doctor, but it's, yeah, he takes me to that one night, and at first I was like, "Spoiler alert!" And he's like, "No, this is Tenet era." I was like, "Wait, what the fuck are you talking about?" And I started thinking, I was like, "Oh yeah, he got cloned." Um, <laughs> he technically has a daughter, and she would have regenerations. And Kelly kind of thought it'd be awesome if she took over as the doctor after a while. If that- if this is his last regenerations. But because of that that uh, Genesis machine, basically that's from Star Trek, but I forget what they called it in, in Doctor Who. Is the last Genesis pit. Mis- yeah, no, that's from Batman. Don't say yet. Oh, <laughs> if that thing could have took not just didn't take just his, his DNA, but took whatever makes him a Time Lord and implanted it into this new beast or new beast, new, new beast, and new hot lady. The first yeah. thing that's kind of what I thought. This is why she hasn't showed up. Even though she was kind of interested in him, this is why she hasn't showed up because she knows she's the next doctor. Okay, I, I have a. Se- and by the way, the doctor's first female. I have a separate theory. The first female doctor, yeah. But we'll get into it in a minute. Okay. Because we're running out of minutes. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're it, far past. It, 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 go, it goes into Capaldi's time. Oh. So, yeah, Danny has not seen Capaldi because he decided to rewatch Matt Smith. For the he's the time. best doctor. He's a jerk. <laughs> Well done, Kelly. Um, Should I leave the room? You're giving spoilers? Yes, I am giving spoilers. You're not leaving the room. You're my co-host. I don't want to hear it. This is your fault. I can hit stop. The computer's in front of me. We can't spoil him. We can do a part two that's all Capaldi. All right, if you you want to leave the room, 
then please do. Because I'm talking about this because we're going to the Christmas episode. Oh, yeah. It's the whole point of this episode. Well, joke's on you. I have to piss anyways. Pause. Can you hear me a beer before I leave the room? I want a beer, too. (laughs) And a beers. I was going to ask for... These are the last ones I'm grabbing. You're ending. We're going to suck. You don't get to make that call. Jumps out of the ship. He wakes up in this paradise. And he's been saying that the whole reason he was doing it was to get to paradise. Okay. And so he wakes up in paradise. But this is the only time it shows, right? No, it shows it once or twice more. Okay. Um, and, and basically, every time somebody dies around the doctor during this first series that Capaldi was in, um, she shows up. At the very end of his series, you find out why. Now, before I get into that, when he changes, Clara has a very bad reaction to it. Yes. You know, they're in 1800s Victorian era London. Yeah. Um, you fought the dinosaur that had swallowed the TARDIS when he regenerated because he lost control. Like, he does, he, he's done that twice now. Yeah. Where he's regenerated and lost control of the TARDIS. Well, have you noticed, like, Eccleston, uh, Tennant, and even Matt Smith, they all absorb too much energy. Right. And and they and the TARDIS was affected by it. Right uh, when they when they regenerate inside the TARDIS, the TARDIS reacts. Yeah. Um, and in this case, it took him back to the Stone Age, and then they tried to, uh, they they t- tried to move through time, not realizing that they had been swallowed by the dinosaur, mm-hmm. and brought the dinosaur to Victorian era London. Yeah. And it gets destroyed. It's it's very humorous at first and then you realize that while he's in this little coma that he speaks dinosaur and he's translating for the dinosaur i'm scared i'm alone where yeah. where am i very sad and it's very sad mm-hmm. uh, and then he goes to it just as it gets destroyed yeah. and that entire episode is him finding out why the episode's called breathe yeah um and at the end of that episode is when you see the afterlife, yeah. and then she gets a call from Matt Smith. She gets a phone call from Matt Smith saying, I don't know who you're with. Do you not remember this at all? Dude, I, don't, I don't know what's going on here. I do not <laughs> remember this at all. She, she gets a call from Matt Smith's doctor, the 11th doctor, saying, I don't know who you're with, but he's going to need you more than I ever did. He's going to need you because he is he doesn't know how to be. He's not going to know how to be. He's new. Yeah. Please guide him the way that you've helped me. You know, I think I forgot about this from with all the drama at the end of the series. Right. It's kind of clicking bells here, but man. Now, throughout the series, there's a bunch of deaths. And you yeah. see a couple times this afterlife with the same woman. Uh-huh. And it comes out that that woman is... Who is it? It's oh, Missy. It's, it's the mistress. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The mistress or the master. He has regenerated into a woman form, which is something that the doctor has said many times that he can do. Yeah. He, yeah. But he doesn't really have any control over it. No. He thought. Throughout this series, and it comes clear in the end, through Clara getting a boyfriend, Danny Pink. Yeah. And then him dying. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of this first series with 
with him. He says, I finally realized why I picked this face. He says those words, I picked this face. Yeah. And it's because during that Pompeii episode that I brought up earlier in this, uh-huh. when Donna forced him to save a life, it was his. It was that family's. Sometimes you have to break the rules. And that was him going, sometimes I have to break the rules. Yeah. Yep. I am the one that saves people. That's what makes me the doctor. Yep. And you see something kind of interesting because at the end of that series, and I know that I'm skipping a lot here, Yeah. but we've been going for a while. <laughs> um, you realize that she is turning people into Cybermen. Uh-huh. She she is using people's religions, afterlife, to turn them into Cybermen, keeping their consciousness in this Time Lord technology, because it's bigger on the inside, Yeah, and their bodies become Cybermen. But they can choose to end all of their pain by hitting a certain button. They lose all memories, they lose themselves, and basically er- get erased. Yep. Certain people, throughout time... Have chosen not to do this. Remember the general that, or the colonel that you brought up earlier? Yes, he shows up. He decides not to end his consciousness. No matter the pain that they go through, certain people decide not to. Danny Pink being one of them. Yeah. This guy being another. Yeah. And he shoots Missy at the end. Now, she just kind of warped out of there. Yeah. But it still works. And the entire series was leading up to this moment of her. Her going, I've built you an army because I love you. Okay, now I'm up to speed. It all came back to me. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, that took me a while to get you back. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. Missy, oh, I love Missy. Oh, yeah, Missy's she awesome. Showed up, Missy was incredible. She even flirted a little bit with being a, with being a uh, companion. Right, well, right. the first time that she sees him, what's the what does she do? Do you remember? Uh, the first time she sees him. She's like, what the hell? No, when she sees the doctor, the very first thing she does, she one, pretends she's a robot. Oh, yeah. And she walks up and kisses him. Yeah, yeah. And he, he doesn't know what's going on. Clara definitely doesn't know what's going on. Right. And, you know, she's suffering from the idea of her boyfriend, her fiancé, is dead. Yeah. He got hit by a car. All of a sudden... Yeah, and that's what started this whole thing is him dying and her going, you're going to change this. Yeah. And he says, I, I can't change it. And he she tries to trick him by what she thinks is throwing all of the TARDIS keys into lava, which is the only thing that can destroy yeah. the, the keys of the TARDIS because they're made of a certain material. And you find out that he really tricked her and... But he wanted to see how far she was willing to go. And he goes, it's a fixed time and point. I'm the doctor. Let's go save your fiancé. Right. <laughs> Which is what starts this whole thing. And you find out that he can't. No matter what, he cannot. Yeah. And it's because of what's happened to him. He is now a Cyberman human-esque. But during the process, things, the doctor intervenes. And so he's only like three-quarters Cyberman, really. And he still has his soul intact. Yeah, and and he so up to this point, when the Cyberman, when when the Doctor alerts the Cyber people to to tell him what has become of him, you know, he opens up their consciousness, they blow up. 
right. explodes. But he, from the very get-go... Yeah, he already knows. Yeah. And the colonel, when he shows up, he knows. And you find out yeah. that he's kind of been watching over his daughter the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, and he... Have, and Who is the leader of now AIM? You know, I forget the name of the organization. Okay. But, but it's... It's pretty much, you know, MI6. It's the, right, it's it's yeah. the secret organization specifically built around the Doctor. Well, no, that's Torchwood. No, no. Because one was made to help the Doctor, the other one was made to hurt the Doctor. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right, yes. Yeah. And she was one, She was part of the one that was made to help the Doctor. Right. Um, the one that Martha, Martha was part of. What's interesting is during all of this, like, Missy keeps trying to just break the Doctor. She, uh, he, she tries to kill Clara multiple times. Yeah. One by ripping her out of a airplane while it's in flight yeah. and blowing it up. Uh, and the doctor just keeps saving her. Yeah. What What do you think of that? What do you think of of the doctor becoming the the, the president president of, of the, the world? Planet. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I really wish they would have done more with that. Well, I think that it's interesting because he was like, I don't want this. And they're like, we voted. Yeah, there's... Yeah, yeah. there's nobody else suited to do this. Like, you've been choosing all these centuries to help us out. We're just making it official. You you can't turn your back on us now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought thought that was very interesting. See, Capaldi to me... Whoops. Capaldi to me was, was like the doctor... That he was, he was so uh, anti-soldier, uh, anti-military. Yeah, which he was always anti-military. Yeah, but in the, when he became when he became this doctor, he it very much stood out that he was completely against anything military. Yeah, and for him to be the leader of the world's military, yeah, it's the last job that he wants and the only one that he can do. Right. But but see, this is after he'd already, you know, this is after the master had took over the whole the whole world, right? With all and, the side and, and became pretty much no, I mean like the, the first master. Oh right, right, right. Came took over the whole world. Be pretty much came, became the president of the world. How many times has you know? the master taken over the world? Yeah, well, just to turn around and be like, I've done this for you. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole time. That's yeah. The whole thing. The, the, I, it almost makes the the master or Missy or whatever you want to call that entity. I really like Missy. It, yeah, so do I. It almost makes them a tragically sad character because yeah. they all they want is for the Doctor to be happy. But they do it in the wrong way. Yeah. But then later on in the episode, it, I mean in the it, series, you find out that... The doctor may consider Missy as much of a friend as she, in a weird way, considers him. Right. Because he, she gets the disc. Right. Uh, she, she was she, he, whatever you want to call, was warped by the time stream. Yeah. She, she saw into the heart of time, mm-hmm. and it, it messed with her mind. And the doctor, while being essentially a god at this point, and have been referenced as so. Yeah. You know, he's he's reached that point, yeah. I I would say that to a certain point he has. Yeah. I, w- I would say that he reached that point right around Smith's era. Yeah. Um and it, if it wasn't for Clara, he wouldn't have come back. Yeah. He he he's past he's he's a deity level. Yeah. 
Uh, it, even the face of Bo, Jack Harkness, yeah. has said that. Yeah. With the God, what was the phrase? The the God beyond time. Yeah. Or so, something yeah. like that. Um, and, and so, after a while, that has to get to a person. Mm-hmm. And so, during that stretch, that first series of him going, I don't know what I am, but I need you. Yeah. I, I need you, Clara. Not to be, I can't be your boyfriend like you wanted, but I can be your friend, and mm-hmm. I need you. Yeah. I, I think that that makes him such a strong character. And Capaldi, I don't know if you knew this, but he, uh, when he was younger, was the president of the Doctor Who fan club. Yeah, I know he's a big fan. Like, he is the perfect mix of old Who and new Who. Yeah. Um, and he can play guitar. Yeah, which is what they brought about in the newest season. Yeah. Uh, is, like, there were a couple episodes where he would, it would start with him just sitting there playing on guitar. Yeah. And, and talking to the camera. Like, I, it almost felt uh, Twilight Zone-ish. Yeah. For, for a couple episodes. Except, th- think of a world at a time. Him giving the philosophy of what you're about to see. Yeah. And then at the end, it goes back to him playing that guitar. Because he was actually in a rock band. Yeah. No, he is actually in a rock band. Right. right. Um, but him playing the guitar and wrapping up the episode. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, I really liked that. Ca- I did too. Ca- I mean, Ca- Capaldi has very quickly become my favorite doctor. Yeah. Well, I really I really like him. I mean, he'll never take over to Matt's or Tennant's. Position because I really like tenants. You know, this new hand's a fighting hand. But Capaldi, to me, is exactly where where the Doctor Who where Doctor Who needs to go. Exactly. He he's where it needed to go. I didn't understand him at first. I really didn't understand why I, Doctor Who was going there. But that was because I was so stuck on Matt Smith and Tennant that I was like. You right. know, this is not, this is not... But there had Doctor to be Who. a change. Yeah. And I think the writers realized that they were putting themselves in a hole if they continued down the path mm-hmm. that they were from Matt Smith to Tennant. Or, yeah. sorry, from Tennant to Tenet, Matt Smith. Matt Smith, yeah. If they continued down that hole, it would not be as good as it is now. Right. And so they brought in somebody that is a perfect mix of old and new. Yeah. Now, question. Mm-hmm. When it co- came to the will of the doctor... That got sent to Missy. Yeah. That that little bit where they figure out where he's at and he is in old times. Mm. Essentially have given up. He he's just partying until his last days. Yeah. What did you think of that? As far as uh, okay. As far as like I really like the way they, they figured out where he was by looking at the most uh, all Wait. the anomalies <laughs> that has happened, and where has it happened most at? Right. You know, and, and, and they figured it out and found him where he was at. I, I'm talking more about him going, no, I'm I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. I've given my will away. I don't want you to find me. Yeah. Let me die. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think at that point he's kind of, I don't know if he's so certain that he's going to die. But I, I think at that point he is... He knows it's the end of something. Yeah, he knows it's the end. He thinks he doesn't know what's going to happen. And so he's running from it, basically. Right. And it's that episode that you find out that he created... Davros. Davros. Yeah. 
his greatest enemy. Which is interesting because Missy is in those episodes. He does not consider her no. his greatest enemy, his greatest failure. Yeah. Davros is his greatest failure because he sees this boy on a never ending a never ending war. Yeah. And he throws him his sonic screwdriver. Yeah. And then asks the boy what his name is. He's like, You're not going to die today. And goes, what's your name? And he goes, I'm Davros. And he goes, nope, and pieces the fuck out of there. Yeah. See, at that point, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, so that's why Davros has no legs? And that's why Davros got to the point where he's willing to uh, trans uh, mutate his own people to turn them into the to Daleks? And that's his greatest mistake? But no, that's not it. Right. It's that he went back. And that he knew he was going to go back. I think that's what it was. I don't know. I, I think that at that point, because he didn't know he was going to go back, he was willing to let him die to keep the Daleks from from being. I think that's why he... he, he I, think, I think that he thought he created Davros in the way that he was. Because even if he goes back, Davros still has to be a thing. He left a child on a battlefield. Am I wrong? Well, to me, it was his. De- that was his decision. When he when he realized that Davros and had done all this all through this time, and it turns out that he had a chance to let him die. Well, he had a chance to let him die, and he knew he wasn't going to. I see. I don't know. I think that he purposely condemned him to death. If if there was a chance, he would have let him die there until Claret and Missy came back. Clara and Missy came back into his life. Clara reminded him of who he was, once again, helping the doctor in only a way that she could at that point. And after ending up on the home world of the Daleks and yeah. him giving part of himself to the Daleks, thereby affecting all of them. Like, he's a part of every Dalek from now on. And yeah. he has to live yeah. with that. No, but that, that can be interesting. Though. That could be interesting. Yeah. And then it was at that point, because Davros still had his his sonic screwdriver, and he goes, I know your greatest sin, and it was leaving me there. That's one thing that he changed after that. After coming face-to-face with his greatest failure of of self, not of, I, I failed in this thing. I failed myself by letting this boy die, condemning him to death, and it yeah. still happened. At that point, he went, in the future, you will be my enemy. But today, I'm saving a friend. Yeah. And I think that's his exact words when he goes back. Well, the thing is... No, he doesn't, he doesn't say that, though. He says something very similar. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> but the thing is, what I think it was... I think he thought he was going to die there on... on, on um, on Dalek Homeworld. Right. I, I, I don't remember Scarrow, the name. Scarrow. Scarrow. On Scarrow. Yeah, I think he was going to die on Scarrow. He, I think he knew he was going back. I think he knew he was going to save Davros. It, it, I, it's I, a possibility. I highly doubt it. And he went, instead of saving him there in that moment, he went and had a bunch of other moments, because that's what he can do, before he went back to that moment. I think he was always going to do that. He... Thought he was going to die. Because he wasn't being tricked by Davros at all. 
That's during the whole episode. I was like, how can he be tricked like this? He was were, because he didn't know he was going to end up on Scarrow. He started making stuff up on the moment. Um. Uh, well, yeah, about that. He was completely surprised by the stuff that was going on. Yeah. He made it up. He made choices in the moment, and after, after he found out that it still does not change things. Yeah. I think at that point he was like. I can't do that to someone. He had not made his mistakes yet. He still has a life to live. I can't leave that boy, no matter who he becomes. I can't leave him scared and alone. I, I, I'm going to have to watch the episode again, but I think the one uh, piece of evidence that would point to your theory is he, he didn't really realize how they got the word mercy. That was a change in the timeline. Yep. Mercy was ti- changed the timeline. So he went back and changed the timeline. Yeah. But, but he couldn't change everything because Davros still ended up all messed up. Right. I I know who you're going to be. I can't change who you're going to be. But you've not you're not that person yet. Yeah. And I think I think that's the central part of that episode. But then you look at Missy. Missy. Oh, he knew who Missy was going to be. Has he ever gone back into a moment where he could change that? No. Exactly. And he's always... He, but he's... Because he, he can't affect his past. Yeah. He can affect other people's past. Right. But Missy has been with him since childhood. Missy has been his... Was his best friend playing in the yard. Yeah. And, and I love Missy's line. It's like, try... When he's talking... When she's talking to Clara, it's like, try to think past your... Your... Basically, your hormones and... You know, your puny human hormones and imagine... A, a, a friendship that can surpass all time and space. Right. You know, that was a little bit of foreshadowing to, to Davros. Yeah. Because not a friendship. No. Not a friendship. I, I think that it's coming out more and more with, uh, with this doctor. I think that the villains that keep reappearing Davros, Missy and all that mm-hmm. I think that they are every bit a, a part of the Doctor as the Doctor them, himself yeah. and I think that he's realizing that I can't be who I am without you yeah. Batman can't be Batman or Joker can't be Joker without Batman Yeah. Uh, without Spider-Man would, would Green Goblin be who he is you know all, all of these things the villain's and the heroes need each other. In both of your examples there, Doctor Who would be the villain. Yeah. <laughs> but it works both ways. No, no, yes, it definitely does. But you if you notice you you, you restated yourself. In in their minds, are they? No. Exactly. Well, they're they they're necessary existence. Jo- Joker mind. knows he's a villain, but yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah, they're necessary. I would say, if if we're breaking this down comic book style, Missy is the Joker. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Without question. I, I need you. She says that. I with, need you. With a touch of, of Catwoman. Yeah. I, 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 the Master has always had that friendship enemy vibe. You know, and, and, and if I if I were to say, there, I, there's one thing that's playing in my head and it keeps on playing. Eventually, the Doctor's going to get to a point where his existence is going to be absolutely essential to the universe. I think that's happened more than once. No, I don't mean like because of an event. I mean his existence, like even before he was born, he's going to be something that transcends 
uh, Gallifrey, Time Lords, everything. It could be. Uh, okay, so mo- moving on past but that, that goes way more. Right, far, yeah. going on past those episodes, mm-hmm. uh, onto the newer ones with the death quote of Clara. Bringing in the shield maiden. Oh gosh. That he saved. I really don't like me. You don't like me? I don't like me. I do. And I, I, I like the fact that they are having their own adventure with her being time-locked, with Clara being time-locked, and basically her getting to choose when she finally ends, knowing that the Doctor and her can never see each other again. Yeah. Going to on to what you were saying earlier with the Doctor's daughter, mm-hmm. I think that it would make an amazing, amazing spinoff of this series of this new doctor and the new feel of this of those two meeting this doctor's daughter yeah and whatever name she gives herself cuz you know she's not going to pick the doctor but whatever name she gives herself those three having their own adventures outside of the doctors and seeing how they affect each other's world. You know, that that's just a bit too much for me. It's the same thing that they did with Torchwood and Sarah mm-hmm. Jane yeah. Adventures, though. I can it's definitely not outside see, the realm of possibility. I can definitely see them, them picking me and, 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 and Clara for, uh, for an offshoot, right. you know. And they, they can <clears> bring I, in the I, Doctor's I, daughter and still have a separate actress because of her regenerations. Oh, that's true. But I'll be surprised... It would be surprising how they would do this because... Me is getting older, I'm sure. <laughs> she she is. Yeah. But she the way that she's aging No, I mean me the actress. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The way that she's aging, she does not look older like drastically than what she did a couple years ago. Okay. And so they could do it for a couple of ser- a couple of series. Um yeah, but and, to advance the story. It, it's an they have their own TARDIS yeah. that they stole from the Time Lords. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things they can do. And it got stuck on the diner. Right. Theirs got stuck on the diner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it Taking into a separate nerd thing, it could be the diner at the other end of the galaxy. Do you, do you know that reference? Oh, no. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, I don't know too much about them. Diner at the end of the universe or something like that. You know, Doctor Who is this amazing phenomenon that it could make so much other other stuff. Yeah. Well, it's got that permanent out. They can be a science fiction reality with that permanent out that timey-wimey stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Infinite universe timey-wimey. We can change anything. We can do anything. Who... You're going to watch the episodes anyway. Just shut up and watch and enjoy. Yeah. It's fun. What the what the astronaut killed Matt Smith? Well, guess what? Yeah, he was a cyborg <laughs> all along. <laughs> so, is, is there any episode that really, really stands out to you with, with Capaldi? Capaldi. Before, before we bring Danny back in. Once again, Capaldi, amazing episode. I I think what I really really like more than anything about Capaldi is 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 that episode where he goes to see Davros. Yeah, because you see him 
he's he is like dead set on seeing Clara free. Yes, he, he he is hilarious when he steals Davros' chair. You know, you see everything of his, Davros. His, his rage at Missy when he yeah. finds out that she tried to get him to kill Clara. Yeah, that unbridled rage of you need to run now. Yeah, and I believe it's in the same episode. Might have been part of that last episode because it's two part where he where he's in the little arena thing in the in the Middle Ages. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that, everything that, was, that, that Capaldi, everything that Capaldi brings to the to the series as he Doctor, brings in a fucking tank to fight a Viking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, just really just to ride in on. <laughs> yeah, while while shredding on a guitar. Yeah, I thought you like, were gonna have an axe battle. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was an axe battle. Like, oh man! And then he's, the silence, <laughs> silence. So he says, "In a couple hundred years, you you guys are gonna be laughing your asses off." <laughs> yeah, he keeps making that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh, man. like the last time he brought in a tank, it was like a fish tank or whatever. <laughs> like he keeps making those jokes of, I'm just bringing shit from random periods of time, and you have to deal with it. Everything Capaldi <laughs> brings to the table, he brings right there. Yes, he brings right there. Written wise, writing wise, though, the, the writing is amazing. His yeah. acting, you can tell that he thoroughly loves that character, yeah. and he's going to do it justice. Yeah. Ha- have you seen anything that he has done outside of the show? Actually, no. He has gone to many hospitals as the doctor to talk to kids and just hang out with kids as the doctor. And you can't tell that his stuff's not written because he loves that character so much that he can just embody it. What I really don't get about a lot of people who don't like Capaldi, they don't like him because he's not the young guy looking. He's not the Matt Smith. He's not the... He's not the you know tenant. Oldest of the new who. But he has. But if you're gonna rate this guy on coolness, he's got the coolness. Oh yeah, man! He he shreds on guitars. His he's got that Scottish accent. He he's got the coolness of tenant. He's got the boyishness of Smith. He's got the uh the the coldness of of Eccleston, Eccleston yes. while still having that love of Eccleston. The age of Hartnell. And, and then you bring in that, that <laughs> coolness uh, of the old old doctors of, yeah. no, I'm the doctor. I know what I'm doing. Watch what I He's can do. He's got Tom Baker's nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that all said, <clears throat> I thoroughly thoroughly love this doctor and I can't wait to see what the next season holds because here on December 25th is the Christmas special. Yeah, so without further ado, we're going to bring in Danny to wrap this thing up. Danny is now back in the room. Welcome back, Danny. Hi. Um, All I heard was air guitar. <laughs> not air guitar. Power no. guitar, I think is what I heard. Electric. Power guitar? Electric. Electric guitar. Power guitar. Power chords. I have, <laughs> I have retarded fingers. He has retarded fingers, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> you tried right. to teach me guitar. We weren't recording earlier. No. Yeah. Kelly tried to teach me how to play actual guitar in real life. Uh, after an hour, he said I had retarded fingers and left. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which, you know, it doesn't say so much about you as me as a teacher. I think it says a lot about him. <laughs> it says a lot about my fingers. It I does, but I was trying to be nice to him. <laughs> Not the time you weren't. You insulted me and left. <laughs> All right. So to wrap up this episode, we, we've been going for quite a while. I haven't. Uh, the people listening at home, this is part two. We've realized that partway through recording this. 
which uh, happens when we're passionate about yeah. something. Spider Man was our first two parter. Right. Actually, Danny, Dear God, we love Spider Man. Danny, you were going for quite a while. We went for extended quite a while. Quite a while. Quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long. <laughs> any, any final thoughts on Doctor Who? We'll go around the table, starting with, with you, Kelly. As our, as our honored guest. Oh, I appreciate it. Ooh, you're honored now. First person we've honored. True, technically. We 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 all know that that he has passed his twelve regenerations. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's got to go somewhere incredible after this because. There's no way that we can end this with with Capaldi. I don't think plans on ending it. Period. Right now. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the future. Okay. Um, oh, where, I, where would you like to see it go? It, well, I I want to see, and I talked this about about this a second ago. I want to see Doctor Who surpass even Time Lords. Like he's not all this. He hasn't done all this. He's not where he is now because he's a Time Lord. He's something even greater. That's okay. where I think it's going to go. Okay. That's where I want it to go. You want it to transcend. Right. Okay. Danny, final thoughts. Uh, no matter what you're into, there's something for you in Doctor Who. My wife ha- hates sci-fi. For no reason. Weirdo. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yes. Um, I showed her two episodes of Ecclestein. She watched every episode through Mass Miss Run. Okay. Uh, no matter what you're into, there is something for you in Doctor Who. There is something to latch onto. It's universal. It, it, it's, it's almost like in the last episode when we were talking about Batman. There, everybody has a Batman. Yeah. Every, everybody who gives it a chance has, has a, a doctor. doctor. Yes. Yeah. Um, Some of ours are Matt Smith, and the others are wrong. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, those are the Matt Smiths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what we're on when I left. Yeah, I just gonna jump back into that. My math benefits is tenant. <laughs> my math <laughs> is tenant, and I'm right. <laughs> well put. It, that, that's the thing. You can be right. Yeah. Um, it's all time you want me. Most people can talk about our, their favorite doctors, and it's just a fun conversation. So, so us are Robert. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you like, Robert? What's so special about Doctor Who? To you? Uh, my, my final thoughts on the Doctor. The philosophy of the Doctor. It, Having to sometimes go where you don't want to, but doing it because it is necessary. Mm. But trying every outlet before having to do that. Uh, there, there. And I'm going to spoil one tiny thing for you. No, there is. I said no. I don't. I'm going I to. Do, do I'm going to cover my ears. Okay. Okay. There's one episode where he. It's the it's the mystery box. Okay. Where. He completely talks down somebody else. And he goes, you don't know what true war is. I know what true war is. And you don't want that on yourself. I'm back. So the philosophy of the doctor has something for everybody. It makes you think. It it makes you feel. And that is why it is such a great show that has touched so many generations. That there, there can't—I don't think that there can be another show that can be on as long as this show has. It is the longest-running television show in history to date. Yes, there was some time that it was off the air, but even with that time, it is still the longest-running show. Period. I, I have two things, real quick. Uh, first off, maybe The Simpsons, because. Metallica rules! Metallica rules! Uh, second off, there there's is... something about the Doctor 
that is beyond that of a normal superhero. Yes. He doesn't wear a cape. Yeah, he has a timey-wimey uh, police box. He, tr- sure. he tries not to use violence. And he tries to be as human as possible while yeah. not being human. I- yes. Uh, there's so- to me, there's something beyond that of a superhero. And I fucking love superheroes. It, it, it's almost its own mythology. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's not almost. It is at this point. Uh, it's I, been going I, for so long. I, I think me. that there was a video done by Wisecrack on YouTube about how in a in couple years, Doctor Who could be its own religion. Like Star Wars is now. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, Jediism. Let, let's... I'm sorry. You should be. It's not dumb. Speaking to a Jedi. I know that. <laughs> That was a crack towards you. I know. Curious. Okay. I caught that. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Well, I hope it never is its own religion. I'll agree with that. Actually. It can serve its. It can serve a purpose, and as all art form does, right. to make us look into ourselves. Right. You know, we see our parallels. We see what we want to be. We see what we don't want to be. We see what we could have been. We, we, see, we see what we, we could be. We see the flaws and the benefits of ourselves as humans through mm. the eyes of the doctor. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, uh, but to, like earlier when I said like, oh, fans can be real assholes. That's when things turn into a religion out of fiction. Yeah. yeah well, well, I, I'm an asshole, and I don't think that it's a religion. I'll agree with half of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a total asshole. Actually, I didn't hear the second part. I'm sorry. I you don't said, think uh, it's you a said religion. asshole. Oh yeah, you, but you said it could be. Or I, it, you said somebody said that it could be. Somebody said that it yeah, could I don't be, want to and put it's, words beca- in it's because of the philosophy. Yeah. Because uh, all religion boils down to the philosophy. Do that you, could be great. Do you believe in this philosophy? It could be great, though. Like, the Messiah will have two hearts. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's going to be tricky. But, um, yeah, I mean... With it, four heartbeats. Yeah, four, Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was gone for like an hour. Why are you still on that? And rapid boob grabbing. <laughs> that's, that's the hottest part of being a Time Lord. Which is weird, because that means Robert's a Time Lord. Hey, I, I think that I should tell you guys. <laughs> I have a secret. You just rip your shirt off. <laughs> we see two heartbeats going. <laughs> well, we would see them, but your hands are too busy playing with what's in front of them. <laughs> but, you calling uh, me fat? Saying I have boobs? I'm saying you're I playing, am fat and I do have boobs. <laughs> I'm saying you're playing with whatever's there. Doesn't matter how flat. Uh, just... But, <laughs> I mean, okay. So let's bring this full circle. Yes. This is Christmas. That's why we're doing Doctor Who. Yes. Um... Christmas is supposed to bring people together. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's supposed to bring people together. And Doctor Who has brought us together. We don't like guests on then and now. And by we, I mean Robert. Um, <laughs> He's right. But um, through uh, our other podcast, uh, Robert met Kelly. Robert found out how much Kelly loves Doctor Who. Yeah. I do. Uh, Kelly went so far as to start calling me Lord Robert just so that he can be on this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't think that's recorded anyway. <laughs> but I'm glad it is now. It is now. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. It, yeah. It was informational, uh, I think. And it yeah. was I long. hope we'll say. It was very long. Our <laughs> longest episode to date, because it was an episode we were all passionate about. Right. Christmas is about passion, about giving. We're giving you an extended episode. That we enjoy doing. Very much so. We hope uh, you enjoy listening. We, we, we believe that there will be one more episode right around Christmas. Um, we do? Yes. 
It would be a top five. That's another thing about Christmas. Surprises. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes the co-host doesn't pay attention, and he gets surprised. <laughs> Even though I, I plan this stuff sometimes. out months ahead and tell him. He said sometimes the co-host is a little bit drunk. <laughs> Most of the time, the co-host. Danny, you're so slurry. I'm on like beer. <laughs> really, Kelly? <laughs> you're, 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 give me your keys. <laughs> I feel like you're... Are mugging me for beer. In case we're not able to get another episode out because of the holidays and this time gets so busy, we wish you all, whatever your denomination is, a very happy holiday. God damn it, Kelly! <laughs> that might be perfect, actually. <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. Your name is? Kelly. Your name is? Danny, your name is? Robert Folly. Marry whatever you're into, fellas. Goodbye, everybody. And Mrs. <laughs> All right, guys, Robert here. Just wanted to add a couple of footnotes to the episode you just listened to. Uh, if there's any extra background noise, I'm recording this from my home and not in the usual studio, and so my cat running around and the heater may be audible in the background for that. I apologize. But uh, what I wanted to say is just a continuation of some of the things that you've already heard. When we were talking about the woman uh, who has her hands covering her face as a type of punishment in the End of Time episode, the leader of the Time Lord states, and I quote, The vote is taken, only two stand against and will stand as monument to their shame, the weeping angels of old. This is what I was talking about when Danny quickly said it sounded like fan theory, but conceded that it was awesome. Um, another thing that I said at the end of the episode was uh, it was a wisecrack episode, uh, wisecrack show that uh, had said that Doctor Who could be a religion. I was actually wrong about that. It was uh, the PBS Idea Channel that was talking about that. It's an actually very interesting episode. I, I think that it, it's worth the watch, especially if you're into Doctor Who. Um, but with that, that's all that I have for footnotes. This may be a thing that uh, I do more often, uh, hopefully in the studio. But with that said, uh, we hope that you had a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate and we'll be back next year with a couple of good episodes uh until then goodbye everybody <laughs> <laughs>